it is. Starcade 2000. We're back for the end of 2000. It's the New Blood Rising podcast. Very interesting episode here. I've, uh, you know, didn't wake up today thinking we were going to do it this way, but live and in living color, you've got me, William Rankin, you got Charlie Stabile, and then we got live via Skype. The other massive part of this podcast, that's Jason Keesler. How the hell are you? Was that a fat joke? Totally we, 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 part of the podcast. Well, I've, well, I've been better, but I'm all right. God I'm damn you, I'm going to get hot about it. It's bad enough you're phoning it in. <laughs> oh, well, it's like De Niro and Pacino in that one movie with 50 cents. Phone it in! I'm the villain. The villain again. But, but you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Ah. So, uh, well, I mean, it's I, I was, it was so weird coming to the end of this because I remember when you pull up the WWE Network for 2000, it starts with the last show of the year, and so I kept thinking about what's it going to be like by the time we get here because WCW in the 2000s has a, a it has a stigma attached to it and it's fairly accurate I think based on what we're going to talk about like it it well. I'm just going to say, Alfred, I, I think this is, again, just a, what an awful ending to a year. Just, I think it's a little better than last year's, wouldn't <laughs> you say? Is, this is their WrestleMania 2000. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Jason? It is better than last It's definitely better than 97's, too, but it's it's better than last year's. I uh, I agree. Yeah. It is better than the last year's. Well, in, in numbers, here here's the interesting thing. Um, It... uh. On numerous sites where, like, you rate them, it, this gets a higher user rating, I would say, overall than Starcade 99. I'd say it has um, three workable matches. Three matches that I can I could watch. So, do you guys remember roughly, like, when we talked about Starcade 99, like, what the business, like, on the business end, like, in terms of how many people came and then also how many... Uh, how many people actually tuned in? Did you guys remember that when Damn, we talked about it? Well, vaguely. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a little lackluster for your big show. Right. So approximately around eleven thousand eight hundred. We're at the MCI Center a year ago from this show. The buy rate was point two three. Do you guys want to take a stab at both the attendance and the buy rate? Six thousand buy rate point one two. Jason, guess. I'm gonna say like eight thousand with a buy rate of like point two. The f- attendance was 6,596, and the buy rate was 0. 0.11. Oh! This is the lowest one yet. Though. Yeah. I And did you guys notice in a lot of the matches where you got shots of the upper... This isn't yes, like... Yes, I did. The upper bowl. Yeah. The <laughs> MCI arena is like... it. I mean, obviously, that's where they... I'm pretty sure that's where they play basketball. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not for sure, but I think that's where the Wizards played at that point. Is it, I don't know. Maybe that's not right, but it felt like that was a much bigger arena. This was like, to me, when uh, when I was younger, I always looked at this as, their, as WCW's Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Because they went here on a yearly basis for the big event, and WWE, I don't ever remember going to the MCI Center. No. I d- ever. I'm sure they did something in D.C., but I... I don't think it was here. No, 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 no. I used to actually listen out, like, when I'd watch Raw to see if they were coming from the MCI Center. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see how many people could actually fit in there. <laughs> right. If you go back and watch the Starcade 97, that building was packed. Yes, as right. it should have been. Yeah, I wanted to order that. Mom wouldn't let me. But uh, one thing we were talking about the attendance is 
the roaming cam that's on the ringside does its absolute best to not get the opposite hard cam because I mean there are empty seats on the hard cam shot. You're right. Yeah, that's true. So like it does its best that you don't see the other side, which is probably oh god. From the beginning of the show, it's so zoomed in, like on the ring, to where like I'm like that looks like a gym. That doesn't (laughs) look like an arena. That looks like a fucking gymnasium for an independent show. Um, so the um. Video package, I'll say, is is pretty damn good. Like, it, I think it really does kind of. Oh, I was ready because you know <laughs> I don't know these matches going in. I try not to read the little description. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I see Sid's face, and I just lit up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Who's he fighting? <laughs> <laughs> He's fighting for the title. Is he never he, lost it. Hey, hey, did Sid draw Disco this week? <laughs> is that who he drew? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I want to apologize in advance if I cough or sneeze. I'm trying to avoid it. But it's not the worst sound I've made on this podcast. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's a callback. I need a callback. That's yeah. a callback. Great. That's right. <laughs> With the comedy school people. I do think it's interesting in the package. Like, they're like, titles will change. Like, whoa. Jesus. Whoa, 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 whoa. Screwing somebody out of the yeah. title. Yeah, man. I mean, it, not on my watch. I thought that was uh, – <laughs> I was so curious about what they were guaranteeing here. But right out of the gates, we've got – Arguably, like I, I think many people consider one of the best matches of the year for WCW. Um, it starts out we see this contract that's above the ring, so we're getting a ladder match. Well, what's what's what is this contract? It's to fight. Guess who's coming out to Eddie's old music, no less. It's Chavo Guerrero. No more Lieutenant Loco. Well, maybe I don't know. They, they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but at this point. Corporate Chavo, and then he's Lieutenant Loco later on. So <laughs> they wouldn't promote him. <laughs> so he I will say he, he 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 came across really really well in that. Like I liked him being a heel, the heel cruiserweight champion. I thought it was pretty good. He doesn't. He will never be the best. Like a, a he's not a talker. He has too high of a voice. Too to high of a, a voice. Heel. He sounds. Here's the problem with Chavo. He's a great wrestler. Oh, he, I think he's up, up there with Eddie. But when he talks, he says mean things. But he sounds like he sounds like a gentleman. Yeah, you know, it's he like does. He, he, he seems like he comes off. He he always comes off as just a nice guy. No, and for, so for him to be a heel, I don't buy it. Which apparently he's confused about too. It feels that way. Yeah. I, so what the contract is for a cruiserweight title match against Chavo. Now you would think, oh, so it's going to be like a Money in the Bank match. Kind of, except. They're all tag teams, so call it what it is. It's a money in the bank match. You tell me this match got a good review. So this is a ta- this is a three tag team match thing. Like we got three teams, the same six guys that we've had for like the past three or four shows. However, if one guy were to grab the contract, then only him, only he, will go on and fight Chavo for the title. Which seems to me like that is like all right. That's got to be our ending. So we got to have something that's like a bit of a, a conflict between teammates at the end to. To decide who's going to get the one and only contract. Why are there tags? I, oh, my. Why are there God. tags okay. at the beginning of all this right, thing? So before we jump there, were we all a little disappointed that Stevie Ray was not on commentary? Yeah. I was. <laughs> I, 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 I was a little forlorn. What happened? I don't. I think this would have been it. I think this would have cemented the three team. Or now, the three we'll talk team. about it later. Do you guys know this is our last Mark Madden appearance, too? Oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Did the cat finally get him? <laughs> He declawed him. He choked on a ham sandwich like Mama Cat. He neutered him. So that means, in place of Stevie Ray, we've got the returning Scott Hudson, who 
is in a, an interesting form tonight. There are a couple of things that he drops along the way that are fun, but this match here, we'll get right to it. It's it is a a three team ladder match to decide one contract. It's the Young Dragons. It's Jamie Noble and Evan Courageous, and then three count, two count, whatever you want to call them. I two love that. Count. I'm so happy somebody uses that joke as buff. I think later in the show, yeah, he calls them two count. But um, let's just get to it. Like I. I it, it, I I have never conceived of tags ever in a ladder match. WCW would because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a ladder match yet. Apparently, it was just like ah fuck. What I don't understand. How are they going to get the contract though? If that was the case, no. I mean, I'm talking like it, the format. Like they're just in the ring oh. fighting each other. They, with, an odd, with an odd team out, and they do this. They 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 do this again in the show with the bunkhouse street fight. A bunkhouse brawl? No, it's going to be a bunkhouse fight and a street match. You just it's the same fucking thing, <laughs> <I> you idiot, <laughs> I know. moron. The animal street fight. Get it right. Filthy. <laughs> I don't know what the difference is. This, this match, like, it felt like besides the tag thing. Like once you get once I tried to get past that, I was looking at it. It it seems. A little slow, a little clunky, a little botchy. How about that early. botch DDT? Oh my thing. god! I thought he was dead. Yep. Yeah, I, thought I think the it same. was Kaz Hayashi. Kaz Hayashi gets like the ladder. Yeah. No, no, it's he, he. He like he gets Irish whipped into the ropes. He's going with Shannon Moore, and he like jumps at him, but Moore's not ready to catch him, so he just kind of oh, like yeah. cradles him and then just plants his head right into him. Because <laughs> <laughs> that seemed like a good idea. I, and how do they try to cover it? I feel like they tried to call it. Uh, cat, to an armbar. I, I remember Shannon picks him up and it, he looks concerned. I think he whispered something in his ear. Kazayashi is involved in like two or three botches after this, and he he refuses to stay down. I wrote like uh, so uh, springboard spot after spot leads to ladder spot with Noble spilling onto the outside with everyone. Remember, I think it was the yep. hip. Yeah, that they start to really amp up the spots. I mean, like for. I would say for a ladder match, I was gonna. I'm gonna ask you guys at the end how you would compare this to the TLC. It's the same year we see, or yeah, it, it, SummerSlam the first 2000. TLC. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the same year. So it'd be interesting to compare them. But a power slam off of the ladder by Evan Courageous looked amazing. brilliant. I I, I, I wrote these. The, the setup was great for it too because yeah. it looked like Evan was gonna use the ladder to jump onto the crowd of wrestlers on the outside. So they were able to give him a reason why he would go up there. Yeah. But, but instead, he ends up catching a springboard power slam, uh, which I thought was a, probably the best spot of the night. There is a ridiculous Famouser by Shannon Moore oh, from the ladder. I think that's I think that's Kaz Hayashi again. again. Oh, oh, I hear your head's uh, all right. <laughs> was, Kaz, was, Kaz, was it Kaz or Jimmy that went through the ladder with uh, Evan Courageous and Jamie Noble where they're, they've got it. I guess they thought they had it on the bottom rope or something, but it's laying on the re. Oh, and they kind of partial DDT and it's yeah. almost like flat head right on that thing. It's the 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 other one I've written. Uh, there they do a neck. It, um, Helms does a neck breaker on Noble on the ladder. I think it's like a rude awakening kind of neck breaker too, like on the ladder. Oh, it's gr- it's good, yeah. Jesus, and then they I I thought this was kind of cool. They they built the they kind of build the scaffold. Yep. With the ladders. It's, it, you know, for one thing, anytime like wrestlers do this in a ladder match, what I'm always looking for is like, oh God, if they screw up, like they're going to waste so much time trying to fix it, trying to get the the construction. 
Which they almost right. did. Yep. But, yeah, they saved it. And then when they threw whoever the second wrestler was into the ladder, you could tell that a three count grabbed the ladder right before he yep. did it. Yeah, he was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, not again. They kept calling it a beal into the ladder, and I was like, that's just ramming his head. Like, yeah. I mean, there's nothing... A beal is what you do when you run into the ring. Yeah, that's... Yeah. No, that... Um, <laughs> which Mike Awesome looks really funny when he does. Oh. <laughs> Be right with you. There is a what else? Do I um, Chavo's on commentary, by the way, which you know he's trying. He doesn't know whether to put them down he, or put them over. Yeah, that's the like he compliments the match way too much to be a heel champion. Yeah, no matter what uh, what you, what you could say, uh, these fans in attendance are getting their money's worth. He said something like that. And all but I'm going to beat 000. the winner tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, all six thousand. A dangerous crisscross power bomb by the Young Dragons. Cool move. My yeah, with the God. Yeah, oh, I liked it. What were you going to say, Jason? That's the. Well, it was like he was trying to almost like a proud heel champion, like someone who he wouldn't put people down, but he he's only a heel when he's cheating in the match or something. As opposed to behaving like a heel outside the ring. Well, Wait, what he does for the remainder of this show is so weird. Like I, yeah, because they try to sell it like he went into business for himself. Like he's like, all right, I'm gonna. I don't. Um, the uh, the misfits in action is holding me back. Yeah, the commentators made a it, great but, point. They said he left the misfits and within two matches won the cruiserweight title. Like that's kind of cool. Yeah, totally. Give him a little launching point. Jamie Noble hits a. I, his tombstone's pretty damn good, and it's a good one he hits on Shannon Moore. It's awesome. Too. It's yeah. a leaping tombstone. They're uh, courageous uh, takes uh, oh, a, a what? Oh, ooh. So Taker does, Undertaker does not approve of somebody <clears> using the tombstone. <throat> you should have seen I did to Finley. I found his <laughs> I found his ass at a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I put him down. Um Evan Courageous takes a terrible bump from the scaffold to the top rope. They try to say, I can't. The turnbuckle. Which I was like. No, I, I rewound it. And I was looking to see, am I looking at this from a bad angle? Like, or am I like, am I not seeing the depth of this? And it's like, no, no, it's a top anywhere rope. near it. Unbelievable. And those ropes are very stiff. Like, yes, yeah. they are. Yeah, because that's his bounce off of it. I'm just, no. That's a hell of a spot. So let's get to the finish. What did you guys think of? We just see three count get up there, and I didn't expect it. They, I know they both grab the contract like, at the same time. Yeah. So and make sure to fall with it at the same time. So they're both holding it when they land. So that confused me because I was like, okay, is this going to be one of those things where the first guy to let go of it has relinquished it? You know what I mean? Like right. I, I, I didn't know how what kind of BS they were going to do with. It. I don't even think the referee understood because if you notice, he looked around like, um. All right, wait a minute. Uh, is this is this the finish? Hey man, uh, it ain't working. <laughs> the earpiece, the is earpiece dead. isn't dead. What did what, you say, Patterson? <laughs> Shit, Jason. What did you think? What did you think of the finish? Did you like seeing two count or three count get up there and, and both get the contract? Well, there's still three count. Yes, I did as a huge three count fan. I thought it was great because then you're going to have. A heel heel championship match potentially with a heel tag team versus a single heel wrestler. I feel like recently they during this two thousand year we've seen this happen where two guys are holding one belt and it just doesn't seem to. Oh, I remember. It's like it a, was three count with the hardcore title, yeah. and it yeah. didn't work then either. So I, I, uh, I, 
I thought it was I thought it was ridiculous because it's a match where there's a def- there's supposed to be definitively one winner and somehow you remove that. You somehow you remove the confines of the match. Well, here's what I mean, if you want to look at it in kayfabe style, this is what WCW gets for booking this so poorly with tag teams and calling it a tag team match. And and I love that too because throughout the match, I don't think that any of the teams ever turned on each other. Never. Which you well, wait Kevin for that. And Jamie did early on, but then they got over it very quickly. I guess they were kind of like expected to because their whole There's relationship this, is. Yeah. They're in high school together. Yeah, man. I was quarterback, and your girlfriend going down on me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just some whatever ridiculous crap. Thanks again, though. Uh, shout out to Jim Ashley, uh, nailing that Jamie Noble is from West Virginia and not at all from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so we go. I, all right, so I mentioned earlier. There are a lot of good spots in here. We yeah. didn't hit them all, but we hit the majority of them. This got four stars. Now, I don't remember what... I have no idea what... Um, no, no, no. Four stars. <laughs> what TLC got. I'm going to imagine it's probably in this same range. I don't know if it got five. I'm not I'm not for sure on that. But that I, I we're, what I'm getting at is they're both probably considered in the same ballpark, according to ratings. At least in the same ballpark. Do you think at all these matches are comparable? No, no. I, I didn't, not by a long. Not to say this isn't a good match, no. like considering what they're working with, because I don't think it's four, but I do think it's pretty good. Um, it's just WWE is better at booking this kind of match, uh, and like just the tag team thing. Like it just if it's a tag team, it's a tag team. Right. You know, I, I would have loved to have seen a tag team. Triple threat ladder match. See, just and, just rip it off. And see, this is what I'm wondering, because I know at some point there are cruiserweight tag team championships, and I'm wondering if this is the spawn of it. We're running out of time. We're running <laughs> But I was just I was just curious what you guys thought of because I I was thinking about it like if they give this they gave this four, they had to have I don't know if they would have given TLC five stars, but Who's they? Is this or, Meltzer? I'm, Tom Meltzer, you know, like the yeah, but on his star rating scale, but the, pro- I, th- I think it's the match of the card. Oh, hands. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a cool compilation would be all the, the 2000s, like the cruiserweight matches? Because they were really good, I would say, for the most part, right? For, yeah, for the most part. There was an occasional dud, but, you know, we got over those pretty quickly. Yeah, totally. Now, let's go backstage. Where? <laughs> or go ahead. I'm sorry, Jason, what was that? Sorry. You know, we were talking about how around this time, though, that, Obviously, the wrestlers and the guys in the back had to know that the the end was coming, or at least the, you know the future was definitely not certain. Right. These guys kind of re- like they were wrestling like they were excited to be at Starcade. Yeah, totally. Like, you know, as, as people that grew up and wrestling, like okay, this company may be out of business soon. Let's make sure that the other people see what we can do. Yeah, I think that's fair. Which might explain some of the botches because they're over eager to do this. I feel like they've been overeager for like probably the last three months, which makes sense because that was about when the first rumblings of a buyout were starting to circulate. So, um, interesting matchup. Four stars, uh, maybe I don't know. I, I don't know if I still give it two and a half. Yeah, uh, I, it just doesn't make sense. It's a, it's a. I mean, one thing WCW nailed, like uh, you know, for the most part, all these shows have been pretty mediocre to bad. They've had great openings. They've had for the most part. They've had pretty good opening matches throughout this entire year. So, um, 
Backstage, though, I wrote down James Duggan because it looks like he's in, <laughs> he looks all formal with the glasses on. James, James <laughs> Stephen Richard. <laughs> Trim beard, polishing his wood. Yeah, wiping down his two by four. Like he looks like he's going home for the holidays any moment. Uh, but Lance Storm comes in, and he says that no, you you can't leave Team Canada. Okay. Well, I, I, <laughs> what the fuck is this? No, I love it too because he's he's like no, the, the Americans won't take you back. I'm like, what are you talking? about? <laughs> we'll take anybody. <laughs> we took slaughter back. We took slaughter he, back. He backed a dictator <laughs> for a nation that was killing tons of innocent people. <laughs> Well, shit, yeah, man. Come on back. That's true. You wouldn't just hung around with a couple Canadians for a bit. I don't know. Uh, we share the same land. <laughs> from California to the New York Isles. You know the song? I mean, come on. Um, so, it's teased. Like, we'll get to when we get to this match. I hate moments like this because it totally takes me out of what 90% of that match is going to be. But... We'll get to that because uh, we've got Lance Storm and the cat later on. Yippee. Oh, God. <laughs> we also cut backstage to another spot. Mayhem Jeff Jarrett. He wants, he is going to Commissioner Above Average Mike Sanders, <laughs> and he wants the six man match later with him and the Harris brothers versus the Filthy Animals to be a bunkhouse brawl instead of a street fight. Mike Sanders counters and says, That can't happen, man. Jared counters with having, well, let's make them, let's have both then. Interesting. You notice how Jeff Jarrett, <laughs> who used to make fun of the bunkhouse brawl, yeah, the your match, fat daddy, fat daddy <laughs> he has now become the keeper of the brunt of the bunkhouse brawl. Yeah, yeah. What is going on with this? Is it because he's the only redneck left? I'm I'm a huge fan of his negotiating tactics. So it's this is great. <laughs> Sunglasses on, guitar over his shoulder, <laughs> headband, headband. I mean, he is. In, <laughs> Which is just a ripped up one of his t-shirts. It is. It really <laughs> yeah, I is. That's awesome. <laughs> I, did you notice that when they come out, they're called he and the the Harris brothers are called the Nashville. Yes, Bible. I yes, did. I wrote it down too. And I thought like that it's pretty cool. It's good continuity because going back to like sold out and well, more so Super Brawl. We didn't see Jared at sold out, but Super Brawl like they were a unit. And throughout kind of that period up until New Blood, the Harris Brothers rolled with Jared as kind of whatever's left of the New World Order at that point. Was it an NWO 2000? Yeah. I like that we're right. still in the year 2000. Yeah. <laughs> oh, everything's, everything's 2000. Yeah. Everything. I, we figured this had to happen somewhere. Jeff Jarrett would move back down the card because, my God, for the last... But he's still the chosen one. I'm <laughs> still the chosen one. what? <laughs> You've been chosen for to be in the... <laughs> Yes, you are. You are the the leaping point. Then we go the main event, sir. They they cut the show interest. They do three backstage segments. It seems like at a time. I and love they go back to like, This is oh my yeah. god. Reminded me of Seinfeld, man. It, <laughs> just, it's like a sauna in here. And it seems like they did that just so they could have that line at the end. Man, I'm baked. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh jeez. That was. That's a really uncomfortable scene to watch without the sound. I'll tell you, though. their tans are so. And, and Adams, Adams like rides the line of like, uh, maybe you'll see something, <laughs> maybe you won't, <laughs> maybe you want to, maybe you don't. I don't know. And Jack Twist, uh, I just don't know how to quit you, man. <laughs> God damn you, Ennis. <laughs> <laughs> Going to crush, man. <laughs> I love that shit. 
Kahuna. Is that even right? Yeah, Kahuna Crush. Uh, would you say Kahlua Crush? Kahuna. Oh. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, but there is a point to their thing, I guess. They're saying that they usually get paid up front. They're speaking very just like in general terms. Yeah, we usually get paid up front. What's up with this? Well, it'll be okay this time. All right. Well, we'll see what... I- this reveal later is is hilariously oh, I'm bad. I am very confused <laughs> as to what the money was for. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to that. Team Canada comes out. We've got Storm. We've got Major Guns. We've got Elix Skipper. He's back in the fold. I love this sign. Don't blame Canada. Blame yourself. <laughs> but That's a great sign. Wait a sec. Like... The, the thing I kept wondering was like, all right, I remember the South Park movie. I get it. I remember that. Yep. But Lance Storm, those guys aren't blaming Canada for anything. They like Canada. So why? <laughs> Maybe he's talking about us. Maybe he's a Canadian. Yeah. Maybe he's a Canadian well, plant. There was a lot of, I, I traveled from Canada sides out there. All the way to D.C. I would too. I want to catch me a, uh, a Redskins game and then go watch the... The pay-per-view. I don't know. Jesus. I, at that sign, th- I, I laughed my ass when I saw that. I was like that. Because it's this guy who looks really impassioned, too. <laughs> if you go back and watch, like, guys are really excited. There are plenty of excited people. We get to that fair maiden I was talking about in the one tweet that's just like, fuck you. Did you notice, uh, what was it, like Blanche Devereaux? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was cheering some odd people. Like, she would cheer a face, cheer a heel, cheer a face. <laughs> I love Luger. <laughs> yeah. Well, she was all about Luger. Yeah. Well, there's a uh, – later on in, in another match, I'll call it out. There's someone who's asleep on the hard kick. Mm. <laughs> I think I saw that guy. There was another guy. Red beard? I think so. There was another guy in the front row, like, during one of the main events, who just whipped out a cell phone and just – Sitting like this. <laughs> yeah, Starcade. Wouldn't it have been fun if we got that South Park bit? <laughs> and one of those South Park bits. Were, that's one for the video podcast one of these days. I think I think uh, my favorite sign, though, there was a sign on the hard cam that said, uh, this is a quote, Go Sid Vicus. <laughs> there was no I after the C. I, that, what, so what, is that like the, isn't that the guy from District 9? Like, isn't that his name? Sid Vicus? <laughs> no, it's Vicus. So can you imagine if Sid Vicus was in District 9 <laughs> being assimilated by the... He, he, he would be the damn alien. Oh, my God. Oh, and then, like, it's like, man, we need to get that guy for the A-team. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, so... um. We get the usual Canadian shtick here from Lance Storm. It's, I mean, as much as he's so good, like, this is so tired. I'm just tired of, I'm getting tired of him because it's basically, it's all a setup. Uh, he'll get in the ring, do his promo, cut us down, play the Canadian national anthem, and then all of a sudden someone else's music will hit and he'll do this. Don't you think it's kind of weird that... It's, it's triple-double take. Yeah. They play the national anthem for him to come out. I hate it. What happened to his cool theme music from New Blood Rising that was really good? I don't get it either. Anyways. Oh, I like his election humor. Oh. Apparently he doesn't know how the voting system works in the United States. No, about sir. popular vote versus right. electoral. Right. Yes. The man with the most votes lost. Yeah. So, so I mean, I mean, if you if you kind of go back, that's happened before, man. I mean, it's, uh, this isn't the first <laughs> time, not, you know. Uh, that's not a discovery. Know. <laughs> you got to do the Shawn Michaels. Uh, you know, uh, I was a dick. <laughs> I was a dick. <laughs> so... Um, this is what I was talking about earlier, like about the hacksaw Jim Duggan thing. 
The problem I have with this is now I'm just waiting for him to come out. Nothing is going to matter until he comes out. So all of this is going to be just... Bullshit, bullshit. Right, right. um, Now, I will say, I don't think they wrestle a terrible match. Like, it... I'm beginning to wonder if the cat even knows karate. <laughs> I can't believe it's taken me this long to have this thought. All he really does is that. Jason can't see me, but it's, it's almost like a dance. I'm like swatting flies and shit. Do what? my mind, I sir, I see you. You see this. He really, he's over-animated, like... I, w- I would watch the hell out of Ernest the Cat Miller in Power Rangers. I'll say that right now. I th- Puts on those red shoes and turns into a breakdancing robot giant fighter. So uh, what's so weird is at one point, like, Lance Storm and the cat get on the outside of the ring so that the cat and Miss Jones can get in there and do, like, a, a standoff or whatever. Like, I, I, I didn't it, – it totally was like, all right d- – what kind of booking are we doing here? Because why don't you just have them like, why aren't they, why don't you just have them do their thing on the outside of the ring? Or why do, why were they getting in the ring? They get in the ring. To do nothing. This should have been a, a mixed gender tag match. Cause they're in the match the whole time. Uh, the referee takes a great bump. Slick Johnson takes a high kick from yes, Miss Jones. That is great. ridiculous. I rewound it. I kicked his head off too. Oh my God. Everybody bumps on the outside. Do you see like everybody's bumping? Major Guns takes one too, and oh, Tony Schiavone obsesses about the hip. He's like, "Oh, let's oh. get. Are we back on the hip? Huh? Oh, there's the hip. Uh, oh, there it is again." Um, like when Waller was obsessed with somebody's navel once. What the hell was that? Remember when he was all? Remember him and Jr. were like rid- ridiculously obsessed with Molly Holly being a virgin, and like every single thing in the match was a joke about her being a virgin. How she wore granny panties and everything. I do just, remember that. Yeah, I and it was just panties. so bad yeah. because like you can tell this is a different era where it's like you're a virgin loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could really use your help on the Monster Squad. Speaking of commentary lines, how, uh, Scott Hudson drops this almost neutered, if you will. Oh, he, oh my God. His his cat puns are terrible. But um, Finally, James Duggan comes out. James Duggan is a little hesitant to get involved here. But then he slides into the ring. He's got the two-by-four. Then he drops it. And then he hits the cat anyway. Does his horrible clothesline. What the line. fuck is... What? I don't want to hurt him, but uh, okay. What is yeah. the, Oh, my God. So, and then there's some confusion because Slick Johnson then calls for the bell, but Lance puts the cat into Maple Leaf. The cat taps out, and then Slick Johnson calls for the bell again. I noticed that. You're right. Like, no, I missed that. Yeah, he actually does. So it's like I, I really don't know what the official result is here. And maybe Slick Johnson doesn't know either. <laughs> Dick Johnson. I don't think he really works there. <laughs> He won't for much longer. Yeah. It's like those stories wow. you hear about Spielberg. He would just walk onto a back lot and pretend to be somebody, and he just it, ended up getting a job. It's awesome. like Johnson just puts that shirt on and, hey, yeah, you're up. I'll, I'll never forget that stupid bit in the uh, Miss Hancock and Daphne Metro. He, he has his pants ripped off, and he gets on. He's an Indian style sitting in the corner, like, yeah, yeah. so much fancy women. No we need to get that. Because that's Slick Johnson right there. <laughs> Just Earlier in the year, he was a corrupt referee, you know, working for Jarrett. And, uh, yep. What an arc for See? Slick Johnson. So, poor guy. But um, I never I, – I don't – Charles Robinson, 
Nick Patrick, who's the only WCW referees I remember being in WWF. After is that right? Do, do you guys remember any of the other ones? I don't remember Mickey J. Um, Randy no. Anderson, no. Uh, no? Uh, wait, Scott Armstrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. He oh, was refereeing. Black hair in this? Yeah. So are you telling me the referee is vain enough to dye his hair? You're a referee. You probably think this song is about you, don't you, Scotty? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so Team, Team Canada celebrates with James Duggan before they destroy him. Perfect. <laughs> what does it matter? And then the cat clears house, and he starts dancing, but then he's like, maybe I want to super kick James Duggan. because I'm waiting for it. Yeah. And he's like, ah, to hell with it, man. And he only has one shoe on. Yeah, I... If that's the shoe he's going to kick, then he tells Miss Jones to pick his shoe up and come on. But there's no kick. I I will say the cat's arc in 2000 has been fascinating because... He's had a lot of... He wears a lot of hats. I mean, yes, he does. and uh, and But not too many shoes and no. when it comes to moves. But I... I'll give him credit. Like, that's a guy who took a, a whole lot of nothing mm-hmm. and, you know, got himself over. He was a Zack Ryder before his time. <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, you imagine an internet show in 99 or 2000 with... With the cat? <laughs> buffering an AOL, AOL uh, 56K modem here. <laughs> so... I better call my mama. <laughs> an ambulance approaches backstage. Mike Awesome enters. Leaves the lights on. Yeah. I'd be worried about that. The battery could die. <laughs> I do love the driver of this ambulance throughout this show. <laughs> the hell's going on? <laughs> oh, he tore the roof off this thing. <laughs> ah, well, I'm not responsible. <laughs> Buff Bagel is the mystery interviewer backstage. I love this line, and I, I cracked up as Draw a rating? The, the brain surgeons got together and said they needed Bagwell's face on TV. Did he, did he mean brain trust, maybe? The brain trust? Yeah. All I kept thinking was like, well, that's why you guys went out of business. You keep hiring brain surgeons who don't know anything about wrestling. Uh, uh, yeah, because there's that. And, and he said that uh, they needed someone who could draw a rating. Yep. I, I guess no one told him that you can't draw ratings uh, in, on pay-per-view. Nope. nope. <laughs> Only buy rates. Nope. Um, and then, what is it? Who comes in? Filthy animals. Filthy animals. And I like his comment. They dress so cool. These are the worst clothes I've ever seen. Because Conan can't keep his pants like around his waist. Nope. And uh, one of them's wearing fur. Mysterio's <laughs> 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 wearing fur. But Billy Kidman goes, no, nah, I'll just tuck my t-shirt into my jeans. That'll be all right. And he, he, he does the Waterbury open he, bit. He loves the Waterbury open <laughs> bit. He loves it. <laughs> like, I, I come up with a catchphrase. I don't have one. What else can you do? <laughs> Good enough. Do it. <laughs> That'll do. So, um, why does Conan get bleeped for saying ass? I don't know. What the? Why? I hear Scott Steiner Scott Steiner's fuck. fuck you. <laughs> we have middle fingers all over the place in the Nash DDP match. Probably because he's Mexican. <laughs> Look how... Wow. <laughs> yep. Dis- <laughs> disapproving taker. <laughs> <laughs> so um we also now our next bit backstage reno and Vito walk in the back with marie is it maria or marie marie maria or it, it no. changes hell last month one Box? of them was her ex-boyfriend now they're all related so like that threw me off oh, okay i'm glad you mentioned that jason because i was like wait a second i thought one of them 
like they weren't related, and I think Vito was related to Marie. Like he, they brother I and sister. They're brother and sister. But now apparently everybody's together, which really makes this very awkward. Wait till Chronic shows up. So they're walking backstage, my, above average Mike Sanders, and the uh, natural born thrillers, or the I'm sorry, the jacked up monkeys, roll up and say that Reno is always welcome back. Vito calls them morons, and they walk off. <laughs> Solid exchange. Some kind of hand gesture. Yeah, oh, and yeah. You, you can't quite make out what they're saying because they're not mic'd properly. Well, because like they're in a hallway for yeah, one. The guy, really you have to turn your back to talk to him. So we have no idea of what's. It's terrible staging. Like <laughs> this is like Ack Rickerman being on the stage, and he's like, "Hey, guess what? We're auditioning. Who's the audience? Fuck them. I'm just. I'm gonna act towards who I want. Fuck them. <laughs> All right. So Crowbar and Daphne are now in the back. Daphne says that he's gone soft and doesn't have the edge anymore, even though he's the hardcore champion. So immediately, like, this is when we hear this talk about him being, like, in the 70s thing. Did you guys think it's just a bit weird that we have two guys that are jostling but not really feuding for the same gimmick? It's a little odd. Yeah. I don't know. A little odd. It's never cross paths. I, that's why it's just like hell. Just give it to Crowbar. Let Mike Awesome yeah. go be Mike Awesome, which he tries. Kind of does, I guess. At the end of this match, anyway. But um, this is what's great, though, is all of a sudden, like, why not? Terry Funk shows up. Had no idea he was fighting. Funk. No, got excited. So awesome. He ambushes him with, with a fire, fire extinguisher. <laughs> he came prepared. I re- I wrote I popped for this because I did. I did I, too. I really liked it. So our hardcore match in typical typical WCW fashion, we started in the back because that's <laughs> the rules. I like to do it that way. But I was going to ask you. They had old school hardcore rules for one month. I, right, <laughs> right. I was going to ask you. Uh, was Amanda around when this match was on? Because I just thought of her the whole time because of Daphne. Um, <laughs> I, okay, so I watched that this morning at like 5.30 a.m. So uh-huh. and I have, And you can hear downstairs sometimes what's on. And all I kept thinking was like, Fuck, she's gonna get pissed. The baby, and I've got Wyatt here. I've got him. I'm like, you know, I know he loves Journey, but geez, I know I'm pushing my <laughs> luck with Daphne screaming. This yeah. kid's gonna wake up on me, and it's all over the place, and it's awful. And I, it's the one time like I agree with Mark Madden <laughs> where he says, "Shut her up, man." Oh my god. I like the comment made by uh, I think it was Shivani that Terry Funk's first retirement match was the same year as the first Stargate. <laughs> <laughs> they heal out on Terry Funk. Yeah, they do. All right, so in the beginning of this match, Shivani and Hudson are both like, where's he been? How's he getting this title shot? Yeah. Like, where have you been? Well, um, if you go back, uh, if you've been listening to the New Blood Rising podcast, Tony, you guys would realize that we covered this, that um, he actually kind of got fired. When he remember when Bischoff was doing everything he could mm-hmm. to get the hardcore title off of him. Finally, it was like you lose this, you're gone. Well, the franchise got it, and he was gone. So that kind of explains that. That's why I thought it was ridiculous they were healing out on him so early on. But um, they, I mean, back the backstage stuff is just let me ram me into this, into that. How did they again. do the door spots? I don't know. The lethal weapon two door yeah. spot. Yeah. How did yeah. they do that? I, like it looks brutal. Yeah. It really does. No, I and, and I reasoned it out in my head, though. It was like, no, Terry Funk just probably took it. <laughs> yeah. Probably just took that bump without question. But what did you guys think of them redoing the Royal Rumble 99? I thought I wrote the same thing. Same exact thing. Do you think that was poor taste? Of course it was, because it was bad when WWF did it. Yeah. Uh, and 
unfor- oh, like, for, on the flip side of that, that's a very memorable match that um, got its point across. Yeah. Sure. But, you know, t- it's interesting to look at chair shots to the head in 99 or 2000 and then look at them now. And I, I, I hate them now. Go ahead, Jason. Well, the, the, I was agreeing with Charlie. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that people aren't possibly getting brain damage now, but it does look a lot, I mean, just a lot more fake, for lack of a better term. Oh, I, oh no, I, I can agree with that. Oh, the 99 Royal Rumble? Well, I think this one no. looks like a little bit more tame compared it to that. It does. Oh, it does. The Rock's beating the shit out of me. But there are quite a few shots at, I think, Crowbar oh, I think takes that are takes very legit. And they try to, like, I the way they try to work their way out of it is, like, they make his handcuffs, like, really big. Yeah. Like, there's such a gap in between. Also, um, Mick Foley was handcuffed behind, behind his, his back, back the yeah. entire time. So he's falling on his own hands. Right. And, and But they even copy the... Uh, uh, the Mick Foley asking The Rock for more. Yeah, they do. They, they do even exactly copy that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, I'm pretty sure Beyond the Mat had come out by this time. It came out in 99, right? Oh, yeah. I'd already seen it. So, I mean, and even then, like, when I watched it, like, I had a completely different perspective on that because... Lost that, a little bit of respect for The Rock. <laughs> a really li- did. Yeah. He should have known better. Right. Like, he should have called an audible on that one. Well, it's funny you mention that because... Um, Talking about guys like losing in the heat of the moment. Flair had Hogan on his podcast, and we were talking about. I heard a little bit of it. They talked about because um, Flair in his book had talked about how he was really pissed off for years about this happened early in '99. So we we missed this in our podcast timeline, but um, the David Flair thing. Yeah. Oh, I remember and that. We whipped yeah. the fuck out of him with that weight belt, and Flair was like, "I'll never forgive Hogan for that because it was unnecessarily harmful on." on David and Hogan actually I'll give him credit because he gives a great uh, breakdown of he's like the thing about the weight belt is I know it hurts and so what I always try to do is I try to lay in a couple so that the other guy can lay in a couple more on me and get some heat back from the crowd like he broke it down to where it makes sense in terms of a storyline but he was up front he was like man I lost I mean I I, uh, I got out of line with that like I hit him way too many times with that because it there and we've seen this you know, it's not just Royal Rumble 99. We've seen, like, excessive weapon shots on guys that are, like, with weapons that aren't going to give. Like, you can't gimmick a belt. Like, it's going to hurt. Right. You can't, you can't really gimmick a steel chair too much to where, like, it's going to, you know, like, uh, kind of save this guy from taking some major damage. Because he's going to. Because he's getting hit in the head. Square in the head. But I just want to bring it because I thought it was funny that they did this. I did too. Anyway, but... Um, they eventually get out to the ring where Terry Funk's using a car door yep. to uh, everything. Terry Funk kind of heals out trying to like get on. Like it's one thing like if he was just walking at Daphne, like a face does like you're getting in my way. I'm, you know what I'm talking about? Like when a face just backs down like a heel manager. Yeah. Instead, he's like fucking grabs her. Yeah. And it looks like he's going to go to town. Yeah, and choke her. And- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I was like, again, who are the faces and heels? And I have no idea. But. We get a, a pile driver onto the door. Nice. Like that. Yeah. Right on. Funk regains the hardcore title. I was really upset we didn't get Norman Smiley, though, in this. I like, was, too. Wouldn't, weren't you waiting for him to come I was. Out? Yeah. I was. I really was. Jason, you got any thoughts on the match overall? No, I'm glad it's over. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with this match. It was all right. It was all right. Because I think... Because um, I think the... I loved the Norman Smiley Terry Funk matches, like the early ones. But then, like as it went on, like they were so comic. They got exactly. way too comical. This seemed pretty. 
it, it was serious and it got, it got the job done. And for a WCW ripoff of a WWF match, uh, it's not bad. Yeah, I give this another two and a half. Sure. So now we go backstage. Mean Gene is with Team Canada. Oh, Mean Gene, I love it. He, um, God. Team can uh, which reminds me, you have to watch one of the new Botchamanias. They do a whole five minutes on Mean Gene Okerlund outtakes oh. from the eighties. It's not just fuck it. No, it's not just that. <laughs> it is hysterical how mean he is. Yeah, like, like I, n- I never made the connection. Oh, he's actually mean. Uh, it's so fucking clever, Dave. Yeah, it's a uh, Botchamania 290. It's it's fantastic. Basically, Lance Storm's like once a dumb American, always oh, a dumb American, which is ridiculous because yeah. he's got major guns in there. Uh, it, so, uh, me. Well, I mean, she's probably too stupid to get. He's making fun of her. Uh, boy, uh, she gets. You have one line. Oh, one line. And you, she, <laughs> she had one line. Yeah, in Jane. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she just barfs all over she had a herself. Stroke right on camera, and Mean so, Gene just has to sell it. And I love what is oh, it? Oh, go, the pole comment. Go, drive it. Oh, it was. Uh, oh, I've got a. It, it, I've got a. What did he say? He I, says, if, if you, you want to put your flag on my pole, yeah, you, that's that's basically it. Yeah, <laughs> you know you. Uh, what is he? <laughs> you can fly that Canadian flag on my pole anytime. Wow. Back to you, Tony. <laughs> And I love Tony. Like, <laughs> Oakland out. <laughs> I am curious who's directing him. Like, if it is just like, He's give, me off na- the cuff. give me another vodka cranberry. I'm going to work. <laughs> I like that. Vodka cranberry. Well, I'm trying to remember from Legends House. Was that not like Jason? Did you watch too. Legends House? I watched the first episode. Mean oh, Je- I saw the whole thing. I mean, Mean I Gene the drinks thing. throughout the entire... Him and Pat Patterson have yeah. a good old time. I'm trying to remember... I know he likes vodka. I think it was Vodka Cranberry. Yeah. I really I, do. I, <laughs> so, th- this next bit really made me laugh. Oh, with Luger? Lex oh, Luger. man, that's great. I love this. I've never seen a wrestler completely unload a bag before. And like, talk to himself about it. Yeah. He's like, I got the boots, I got the trunks, I got the knee pads, <laughs> I got this, so the fans can see the total pack. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've got... Brass knocks. Yeah, you see him. I got him, but no one told him it yeah. was a no DQ. <laughs> <laughs> no. no one told him. Yeah, I think he could have come out wearing them on both hands. <laughs> the complete idiot, Lux Lake. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll get to that later. Because oh, man, I was like, you idiot. <laughs> so now we go out to the ring. We've got Vito and Reno versus Chronic. Now, was the K the second K always reversed? The what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah. was it like all the R and the Star and Starcade? Yeah, yeah, like I'm trying to remember when they first came on the scene. They had their nameplates up. Has has Chronic always been with the second K being turned backwards? I don't think so. I, I, that's why I was like, I felt like that was a new twist they're put on for whatever. I think it started reason. when they went heel. Yeah, that oh, was okay. just, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, that's a hell of a way to go heel. Like that's not bad. I'm changing like letters in my oh, name. Man. What's that? I'm just I'm changing the alphabet. We make our own rules. Yeah, it's like switching the K and docking. J- Jason, you need to change the K in your name now. You need to flip it. Go back for <laughs> I'll figure it out. If there's a Twitter app, I'll do it. Um, Adams gets on the mic and says they demand payment in full from Maria. Is she paying them off? I didn't even understand what I, he meant. I, I thought he meant like no. they were going to do something to her. What's so funny is like Tony, I think, and Madden talk about it. Hudson comes in five minutes after the fact and is like, wait a minute. 
is she the one behind this? Like, I swear he was like, compl- he was looking at something else. He was probably thinking of Mean Gene's comment is what it was. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. He's sitting there going, I haven't been told what this is. Hopefully I can spoil it for everybody. Like, uh, I always do. Yeah, and he does it. He does it here in this match. He re- he goes out of his way to spoil the ending here, big time. Um, oh, God. I didn't write much from this match. Oh, I, oh, I, know- I have a great moment that I love. Go ahead. Um, it's but it's after the match is over unless you want to like call out a spot. I did thing. like Brian Clark does a cannonball from the apron. Oh, it's great! Looks really. It is the atom bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the match that someone was sleeping in. Oh, uh, was it? God. Yes. If you if on the hard cam, if you go back, guys, if you're you're listening, go back and watch. And there's a you know there's Blanche Devereaux in the front row, but at the first row of the slightly elevated seat. You got Waldorf and the other old Muppet, and then some big fat guy in a gray suit with a giant red beard who's asleep, who keeps <laughs> nodding off and waking up during this match. Well, I, I don't blame him because I th- is it this match? No, no, it's 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 the Shane it's the Shane Rection match. Where I'm like, it is deader than shit. Oh, out I wrote that. I, I actually so wrote it for dead. this tag match. The fans are beyond yeah, it's, indifferent. It's very indifferent. But um, well, the other, different from the opening match for the most part. A little bit. I, you know, the once they started doing the spots, I felt like they got into it. But that's kind of been the mo of the crowd with WCW. Those crews. I feel like these are bed. WWF fans that go to a WCW event because wrestling's in town, and they're probably giving those tickets away for free. Oh, let's yeah. face it; they're probably getting it for nothing. But this is what I want to talk about with this match because I'm trying to figure out what it was that Reno paid Chronic for. Because Reno just comes in, does a roll the dice, which he does the jerk off sign right yeah. before he does it. I'm like, oh, he's rolling, but he's really, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then he pins his own tag team partner. What's the decision here? <laughs> this is one of the most WCW type finishes. So, in the midst of that, we have the natural born. Uh, jacked up monkeys come the out. The natural born monkeys. <laughs> they they come out. And the other thing I wrote down for this match, Brian Adams repeatedly comes up to Maria and is like, I'm going to be looking for that payment. Yeah, but the camera stays on him too long. <laughs> and he's like, because he's, he has one line, he says it and... <laughs> and then he repeats it. <laughs> it's like, no, cut away. Adams cannot think on his feet. Cajona crushes. <laughs> so, 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 the match ends... Reno throws the greenbacks into the ring, and then Tony Schiavone goes, well, he's, he's throwing a bag of greenbacks in the ring. Pause for thought. Reno! <laughs> he puts two and two together. Hudson buries it before then, though, because he's like, hey, why is Reno distracting the ref? Hey, what's he doing over there? Like, he goes out of his way to say that when it's like, all right, so now we know who's paid him off. Thank you very much. Here we go. And uh, what I think... What a waste of money. What did, well, hold on. What did Reno pay them for? <laughs> just because, to beat him up? Be, well, well, that I can buy, but he, he just does the roll the dice, pins his own tag partner, and then he gives them the money. And I'm like, what, what did he just pay them for? And then uh, Chronic proceeds to lay a beat down on Vito. Yeah, let's give Which him- I'm like, oh, this must be what it's for. But then yeah. Hudson goes, is this for free? And I'm like screaming at my television. No, this has got to be why he's fucking paying them. The National War Thrillers beat him up all the time, though. Yeah. What a waste of your money. I, I No. You yeah. idiot. This, this would have been a great chance to turn Chronic back to faith. I, uh, yes, I think. It would have been like, I'm not going to pay you, and then walks off, and he stands there, you know, 
it's chronic, but there are there are like you know, all the jacked up monkeys. There's a lot of yeah. The so chronic could have torn those guys up, and that crowd probably would have went hot again. I still enjoy chronic. Like I, I do, do. I, I I do love the fact that their matches are pretty. They're a. I mean, they are APA WCW. That's all they are. But they do pull it off pretty well. But um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, I wrote that down. Why do Tony and Hudson get so surprised five minutes after? <laughs> yeah, they do. It's they do. late. Um, so we go backstage. Three count is with Mean Gene. Who will face Chavo Guerrero? Chavo enters and just destroys them both. Yep. Makes them look pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Just wrecks them. We cut to Didn't Buff- you mow my lawn? Didn't, didn't you paint my house? It looks like crap. Yeah. Yeah, see. Uh, oh, no, I was wrong. Sorry. You're a heel. You don't apologize. Don't apologize. Never. Jesus. Didn't you learn anything from Eddie? Yeah. Eddie's a natural born heel. I, uh. All right, so three counts back. Are we already? I'm sorry. Buff Bagwell now is backstage with the Misfits in action. Are the Misfit are the MIA's days numbered? Is the whole thing? Rection just blows up on the franchise. Then, so it's so weird. So, a like, shouting promo. I, I really thought this was a pay per view. We were going to see the end of the Misfits in action because they they really they they bring it up here. Not just Chavo, but it's just sort of like you know, are, is everyone going to go their separate ways? But no, he's like, no. Uh, or, I'm sorry. I was. I think it's franchise. He's just like, no. Hugh Morris is your name. Like he just comes right out and. Goes right for the, he, he won't buy. Shane Douglas does not like the general erection name. He is not on board with this at all. But um, we're getting a U.S. title match between them later. I uh, I felt like I had checked out immediately, even before seeing the match at that point. I was very upset. <laughs> anyway, all right. So uh, Bam Bam versus Mike Awesome in an ambulance match. How excited were you, Charlie? Because you mentioned this last month. You were talking about. We haven't, like, the matches these guys had in ECW, we need to finally see it here. I just want to say, you know what DVD collection I would never buy under (laughs) any circumstances? An ambulance match collection. (laughs) Fuck! We finally get Mike Awesome versus uh, Bam Bam. Yeah. And it's a goddamn ambulance match. This is, like, this is probably my least favorite stip match ever. Like, I always remember the one that John Cena had with Kane. And when I yelled at, like, a child. Because <laughs> <laughs> the match main evented a fucking pay-per-view. And it was god-awful. And, and like, it's just so dumb. And it's even worse here because the ambulance can't drive off. It's just, not just get him in there. Okay? <laughs> I, I hate this match so this much. This match is awful. Because I was so excited. And then when Mike Awesome ripped off the 70s garb, and he's just Mike Awesome. But I think it's so... When you have to, like... Oh, when he's taking his... <laughs> I was wondering if he could get him off his boots. I, I like, thought they were going to be, like, tear, like just tearaway pants. Oh, that'd be cool. You know? Go ahead, Jason. I'm sorry. Oh, that's the one thing, too, is when Mike Awesome pulled up in the ambulance earlier, I noticed he didn't have his feathered hair. He was back to the monk. He really was. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like... They're trying to maybe transition him out of this so that they can get him into a main event kind of. And they are teasing character. that. They are teasing they that. They did talk this. about uh, him being like a former world champion or yeah, something. Yeah, they, they do. Did say something like that. <laughs> but why does he pull up in an ambulance as the driver? And then why do we have a brand new driver? <laughs> Was he in the back just like sipping on a cocktail? <laughs> he's when, got one of those vodka crayons with, uh, yeah. with Mean Gene. Oh, told me about these. <laughs> I just wonder if I can get in on this. You like Stoli? 
I got some pop-offs in my back pocket. I'm a Tito's man myself. <laughs> but I love Madden's line. Let's remember, as a career killer, Mike Awesome never won an ambulance, man. It's a great line because it's very true. He's like the Undertaker. Yeah. The very line match. I just need a new gimmick. Man, I just I can't win gimmick match. They're all mine, but I I can't get it done. (laughs) You think I'd watch a tape. (laughs) But I don't. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, um This is I mean, I heard boring chants. Oh, there are. I wrote yes, yes, yes. Bam Bam accidentally Goldberg's the ambulance window. Whoops. And he gets cut like right here. Yes, he does. And it's like they're deliberately because remember he he hits it once, and, and then it they, doesn't do anything. Right, and then he hits it again, and it breaks. And then Awesome immediately grabs his head, and it looks like he's trying to break the other pane with Bam Bam's head, and it doesn't give. Which makes me wonder if that was real class. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Like, did they know which one was gimmicked or not? Like, yeah, was only one too. of them gimmicked? I don't know. But um, this ending this is, is completely is ridiculous. Dog shit. <laughs> I'm fat. Like that's what that is. Oh shit, I'm fat. <laughs> and he looks back to make sure that yeah. he's falling square on it. I love yeah. that baby. It looks bad. Oh, I love the I love the driver. <laughs> he doesn't seem a like surprised he at all. He rips the fucking lights off of your your vehicle. You are somewhat responsible for this, sir. There are forms that if there is damage, <laughs> there <are forms>. this <laughs> You know who wouldn't sign those forms? You could get when you rent a car. Fucked up. Oh my god. Yeah, I could see <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Put the form in the recliner. <laughs> Maybe the, the driver was like the mannequin, the animatronic taxi drivers from Total Recall. <laughs> oh. Welcome to Johnny Cap. <laughs> Have a nice day. Oh, God. But, yeah, this match is dark shit. So, but the, the end of it's fascinating because they, tr- they, they say it a couple of times that this is like him leaving the That 70s Guy gimmick behind him. I think he's leaving every gimmick behind him. Because <laughs> Mike Awesome, he doesn't do any of his great spots except for one. He did the... Uh, ascend the turnbuckle back elbow spot. But that was it. No awesome bomb, no splash, no dive over the top rope. Bam Bam didn't do any spots. This is a very pedestrian, awesome Bam Bam match. This is awful. Like, I like Bam Bam's garb, too. He's He's got his pants, but then he's, like, got the fat shirt on. And I'm like, but Bam Bam, you've always looked like this. Did you notice they brought Lawrence Taylor? Yeah, they did. They did. They did. Yeah, which uh, it's like, that's true. Bam Bam has main evented a WrestleMania. Yeah, that's, I thought that was pretty cool. So, we go backstage. Reno and the Natural Born uh, Thrillers are with Mean Gene. All right, so Stasiak gets on the mic, and he says, I'm, I hope I'm accurate on this, nobody says the perfect, or nobody says the perfect event like the perfect event. What does that mean? I just didn't what even write it down. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, I knew I'd remember it. <laughs> and then they, they, they take it to another level because then he says, you guys said you would get the belts back at Starcade. Well, it's Starcade and you're not getting the belts. <laughs> I see where you're going. <laughs> oh, I, uh, huh. it's like... Did Chavo write this? <laughs> I feel like that was like that response on Facebook where I put like, oh, I know what you mean. <laughs> With oh, Ultimate yeah. Warrior. I think I know what you mean. <laughs> I'm because I I had heard like it was on one of our shows during one of the builds they talked about Stasiak and Palumbo like they kind of let them go off the grid and like not do 
stuff like this. And they seemed a lot funnier because they were just being natural. Palumbo's bad on the mic. Stasiak, I was surprised, was workable. Well, what he was saying, I was like, okay. It's just the lines make no sense. Here's the thing I don't understand. You have an infinitely superior tag team within your own stable in O'Hare and uh, Gingerack. Yeah. Like, I love those guys. They don't do anything. Yeah, they just, they're in the background, they're in their nice clothes. Like, they are so much more interesting to me than Perfect Event. Yeah. And, I don't know. So, once again, though, Mean Gene, he's not done. Stasiak kind of mouths off to him, and he comes back and says, You wise-ass, I'll slap that crap out of you one of these days. (laughs) Awesome. Such a fan. So now let's go to the ring for this snoozer. It's the U.S. Championship on the line. General Rection defending his belt against... The franchise. I'm going to say it right now. Shane Douglas is one of the most overrated, overused wrestlers of all time. I, th- th- this finally turned me completely against This 2000 run. I, I hate this. I, I hate him as a wrestler, as a talker. Uh, he's just boring and uninteresting. And when I saw that Tori Wilson wasn't even with him, man, I was like, well, that is the most interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He just, Of course, he's going to talk and talk down to the audience and ha, 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 fucking hell. I like that his whole thing is like built around. I've got this chain in my pants. Oh my god, that's his. That's his whole thing. Yeah, that's it. It's, just, it's a Pittsburgh chain at that though, which I'm like, okay. So if we just attach a city to a weapon, does that make it better? I was actually well, rooting from Hugh Morris. Pittsburgh is the home of steel, so maybe it's a quality Pittsburgh steel chain. See, if they oh. go, if you would do something like that, I would get. But like. They just throw it on there just kind of cavalierly. It's like, it's just like, it, it doesn't make, it doesn't have any, it just feels stupid. And then you see those video packages where they show him like, yeah. <laughs> like him just, the referees would be wise to this. Yeah. Oh now. my, yeah. I do like Mark Madden's call when Rection starts coming to the ring. Uh, General Rection, one of the best U.S. champions ever. He's had the belt for four fucking weeks. Yeah. Four weeks. Four weeks. And, I mean, like, one thing you saw in that package, like, at some point he wrestled Steiner for the belt on Nitro, so, like, they, li- they at least tried to give the U.S. Give champ, a like, boost. a little bit, but this match is awful. It um, is boring as dirt, man. It is terrible. I like the Shivani had a call uh, about, like, there was a lot of nut shots in this one. This is... And I just I just thought of it like Duke Nukem. He just he's got cojones of steel. <laughs> because that's what he said. He's got cojones of steel. There are a couple things in this hair just a ridiculous. fucking bear hug. Yeah, two of them. <laughs> God. Have you ever seen somebody try to get pinned out of a bear hug? Man, it looks sexual. <laughs> it, and, and I think I think Rection realized it too. Wait a minute. My name is General Rection. I've got him like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, he kind of just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll move on from that. Like Let's skip to the part where we both bleed for no fucking reason. That does nothing to further this at well, all. I will say, when he rammed Shane Douglas's head into that post on the outside... That looked a little grisly. Yeah. That, <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised if that was, if that was a real non-blade job. J- uh, Jason, before we cut to the finish, have any thoughts on this thing? Like, just move-wise? Uh, just the... Here comes Chavo yep. creeping down to the ring. Exactly. That's the next thing I... I've Chavo needs to write down a list of his given circumstances. Yeah, oh, wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're going <laughs> yeah. to the black magic bag of acting. Like, I am. He needs to know what he's doing. Yeah. 
because the, the following just just makes absolutely no sense uh, for him. I don't I don't know what the fuck he's doing. No, I, I he he has no idea. The Bookers have no he idea. He helps Shane, and then he helps Hugh Morris. Right, and then he gets decked by Shane, and then him and Hugh Morris have a lovers' quarrel. Yeah, I, I, yeah so it's obvious what he's doing. Is it making sure that the filthy animals will help him tomorrow night? Yeah, think like a heel. He's making sure his old stable will have his back because he's outnumbered, and then he'll completely turn on him. Now you see that down and to the left, <laughs> down and to the left. Man, you're man, you're pulling there. Man, that's that's. I don't know. I, I don't. K- kudos to you, Jason, because I don't know. I. I had that did not cross my mind one bit. This just looked confusing as an audience member to me. Like it just, um, yeah. I and what it, it was a DQ finish, right? Like Shane gets DQ, yeah. yeah. And then he franchises Chavo, and then what's left to? I really I, and then the misfits come out. I thought they were all going to turn. Like I thought they were going to turn on Rection and go with Chavo. Like I thought that's if if we were going to get anything out of this, it was that everybody's ditched. He's a man without a country. It's a man without a name. Just got his title. It's all he's got. You know, like I, I, I awful. I mean, this was bad. This, yeah, that's probably the worst match on the card. Probably watching the crowd too. Like they looked. I mean, so checked out. Oh yeah. At this point, I wouldn't be shocked if there was a snoozer in the crowd there. I just can't get invested in Shane Douglas. Not at all. No. All right. So let's go backstage. Mean Gene is with the champ. Freakzilla and Medeja. So Tony, I, I, I did, did you listen to Tony though? He's like, oh, an interview. Yeah, he did say that. He did. I'm like, what were you expecting? <laughs> that you're right. He did say oh. that. Oh, oh, an interview. <laughs> the one line I clipped from this: Everyone loves to get horizontal with the champ. It's <laughs> great. Um, then we get a lovely uh, glacier. Yeah, <laughs> a full-on glacier vignette. And it's not the same without Tony talking over it. No, they they rehash all the old glacier bits too. Like all the old, like you, you know, it's old when like you're seeing him on like major offense because yeah. he wasn't. No, uh, the music they were using sounded very familiar to me. It was like I, I swear I've heard this music on like a, a Monday Night Football uh, program or something. It was like da 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 da, and I'm like, what the fuck is? I think it was the Mortal Kombat the TV. That's show it. Music. The what? That's the, the it. what? The Mortal Kombat TV show, Mortal Kombat Conquest, that came on after Nitro. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that was because the thing. I, the reason that tips me off is like the way they do the letters at the end. Where they all they come in sideways and then they turn. Yeah, that's the Mortal Kombat letters. That's how the the title. That might have been it. Good call, Jason. Um, they did. No. We, we talked about it. Did we talk about it when Glacier pops up like that? It's going to be like an It's like ironic. Like he's like. It's almost like what happened when, um, the Funkosaurus came on the scene. Like remember his vignettes were like this like straight up killers coming in, and then it turns out he's a dancing dinosaur. And and dancing <laughs> dinosaur. <laughs> That's a shit gimmick right there. That is not a world champion. John Hammond would have nothing to do with it. He wouldn't even touch us with his cane. No. You should do it. You did it because you could. 
Uh, I'm not making the same mistakes I used to. No, no, you're you're making all new ones. <laughs> all right, so Bagwell now is with Nash and DDP. Oh, oh my god. god! First of all, Bagwell is just trying to be way too funny. Like he's trying to be way too cute. What and he a just douche. needs to just shut up. Um, I do think does Nash Nash looks trashed. Yeah, he yeah, looks. That's the first thing I thought. What was the first thing he said? Is he joke about how much money? Like the, the, they joke about how much like DDP's contract is compared to all of yeah, theirs combined. There's that. That's not the first thing he says, but he does say that he's. Nash just comes off like an asshole. Yeah, like he really does. And then he then he basically does a let's get serious for a minute, and then starts talking about the match to, to <laughs> he, hype it up. He, he does a Wyatt Earp reference. He calls him Buff. He calls him Buff Masterson. Buff Matt. <laughs> that's it. it oh, so it did go over my head for a second. I, I was right. like. Well done, Mr. Nash. That's because that's, that's the same hat that that um, Buff, Sizemore. Buff doesn't get it. No, 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 no. Buff Masterson. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm the buff of this episode. I'm so medicated. I just keep laughing at what you guys say, and just in the background, I know it is. It, Sorry. It, you guys know that Paige like really tries to cut a promo. Like he tries yeah. to like right the ship. I still love Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, I, and, and and that promo that he did, I was like, thank you. He's always a professional. Always loved him, and um, he actually gets me to care a little bit about the match as opposed to Kevin Nash. Although I'm I'm gonna be confused later. Like, did they did Mike Sanders just say, "No, nah, y'all didn't win the belts. Belts are back with them." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Ric Flair's like, whoa, sounds good to me. <laughs> Wait a minute. That, that, I, I, that I did not look up, so I am in the um, dark on that. Uh, in kayfabe, uh, so Demdal's page is cool with Buff Bagwell now. He yeah. like, puts his arm around him and starts talking. That's the only part of the promo I didn't like, uh, You know, considering the storylines that they had uh, earlier this year. Where they had that amazing last man standing match. Great. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and the, the whole storyline was built around whether or not he'd slept with his wife. Right. Not a cool. Uh, no, in the past. Only it was really like that. Ruth so arrogant. Yeah, but she's not his not wife Russo anymore. So what, is, <laughs> what, Jason? I said, uh, she's his ex-wife in the story and kayfabe now, so I guess he's cool with it. Oh, that's right. So I guess in kayfabe. Uh, see, I still uh, wouldn't be cool with it. Yeah, I, I don't think I would either. Like, I'm... I'm I'm naturally a better person. I will hold a grudge. As am I. I so it's to just, the bitter end. It's, it's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't make up with nobody. Ringo! Bam! Bam! <laughs> Thought I forgot! <laughs> Twirling cup, son of a bitch. All right, so Jeff Jarrett and the Harris brothers are now up against the filthy animals in our bunkhouse street fight. Clusterfuck match. Yeah, here we go. All right, so I, one thing I want to say about matches like this now, when I see all that crap in the ring... And then eventually when it gets, all gets destroyed, the thing that hits my mind is like, oh, God, we're going to have to waste time while they clean this up. Yeah. But we're we actually, we actually wait, can't waste enough time because <laughs> we get to watch them clean up most of it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> as soon as I saw that bar, oh yeah, I was just like, what are they going to use that for? And they end up wasting it. Like you could have done something. I don't know. I, How do you, here's the thing. How do you go through something like that? Without getting somewhat hurt. Oh God! Like I mean, it's made out of balsa wood. It must like come apart the minute you touch no. it. Yeah. Like, don't don't put your hand on it. I do love. Jared gets on the mic and he says the chosen one has something to say. To which Tony Schiavone's like, "What, what else, else is, is new?" new? <laughs> <laughs> so so biting. It's great. But yeah, that's that's when I wrote down Nashville World Order, and I thought that was really really good. So they come out and the match starts and. 
Here we go again with the fucking tags. Well, they let them go at first. <laughs> they do. Like, they, it, it seems well, like right, it's a normal well, right, match. Right, right, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is the match that goes in reverse. <laughs> it yeah. starts they don't, chaos. They don't tag until the bar is just out of the ring. Yeah, and then the bar's out of the ring. And then the referee decides to get some semblance <laughs> of order. I'm going into business for myself here. <laughs> you get outside that ring, grab that NWA rope. <laughs> yeah. It becomes a tag match. But then, don't you notice how he completely loses it? Once, like, they get back in the ring, it's like, uh, uh. That's <laughs> fake, anyway. Well, you stand your ground, son. Stand your ground. <laughs> Disapproving taker. Top 2012. <laughs> wow. Wow. But, um, Tigress on commentary is oh my really... God. Her little fucking barking... Exactly. I thought the same thing. Without Stevie Ray there, and because she kept saying Poppy, and it oh, made me God. miss Stevie Ray so much. Man, who's Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> it's all I could think about when she was talking. Um, I will say, I, I, I just wish that this bunkhouse, whatever the fuck match, had just been Jeff Jarrett versus Billy Kidman. Because they do the best stuff in the Yeah, match. they do. They yeah, do some really great stuff. And when they work together, it's great. Although I will say this. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett is a terrible bumper. Yes! Oh, did you write that? I wrote that Jeff Jarrett took, refuses to take a front bump. He took every front bump like it was a stunner. Like it was Kane. Yeah. Like he is Kane. I'm going to land on my knees every single time. Face buster, knees. DDT, <laughs> knees. And I just, I refuse to make anything look even remotely convincing. I'm the chosen one, damn it. And I kept wondering, I was like, is it because of the shards? Is he worried about that? No, what? I had recollections. He's always bumped like this. <laughs> Shitty bump. Do you I got it. But my favorite bump that he ever took, do you remember the Sunday Night Heat stunner he took from Austin when Austin was on his stunner rampage? Yeah. He took the stunner, he landed like on his knees, and then he popped up and did this. <laughs> <laughs> and landed on his back. Where, like, the Rock saw that and must have been like, hey. I can outdo that. I can outdo that. <laughs> oh, man. Um... um but yeah, the Jarrett power bombs uh, Ray into a cart, a trash bin. He's done. He yeah. He, he <laughs> long he he long darts him <laughs> into the tr- which I can't believe it. That say thing that. looks disgusting in there. Yeah. I mean, I, that's I'm, it's funny. Like of all the t- like of all the things that we've seen and like uh, pop for, it's like ooh, mm, that looks a little. Mm. That's Not even I, Terry Funk would break mm-mm. that thing out. The, uh, the part where Billy Kidman tries to drown Jeff Jarrett in a popcorn. Oh, yeah. Now, and what I, would you use a popcorn machine for, Tony? Well, apparently just to stick someone's face in the popcorn. But my God, is he, like, pop for the line? Maybe we should get him a soda. Oh, well, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good line. It's it's not. It's shit. He actually said and Coke. They, Get him a. That's right. Yeah, he said Coke. Maybe you should get him a Coke. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> hack. Okay. All right. So let's jump to the bit where he starts enforcing tags because Tony comes in with the weirdest line. Is the referee trying to enforce tags here? Are you kidding me? This ref must have pictures of these guys or something and pull this off. Ooh. Yeah, and I was like, mm. I miss that. Um, he said, "I." That's weird. Does he have pictures on him? What kind of a leap in logic? <laughs> I know. I mean, I know that's what he's saying. Jump. Wow. What was that, Jason? That's a, that's a big jump. It's not like, Hi, I'm a referee. I'm just trying to do my job. Nope, blackmail. <laughs> no, you're going <laughs> to... Nope, blackmail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrestling. <laughs> um, Ray takes an H-bomb through the table. That's okay. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. 
Um, I did. Jerry I refuses did, to take front bumps. Uh, my favorite spot. Uh, the counter to the Bronco Buster is very cool, but the way Ray bumps it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he gets crotched, and then whichever Harris, Devon, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he just. <laughs> skull, eight ball, skull whatever. Eight ball. He just kind of pushes his nuts with his foot, and Ray just. <laughs> <laughs> because anyone can just. Oh, Ray Ray Ray! Bobby! Uh, oh, God. <laughs> And then uh, they're immediately like, oh, well, Tigress, you could come home with me. It's like, uh, I show you a real man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that Conan has to do his stupid rolling clothesline three times. What the fuck? He's got the special. He knows he can get three <laughs> if he goes fast. Strong grapple, Irish whip, roll, close, strong grapple, Irish whip. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. This has kind of become Conan's new spot where he just, and then someone just Pearl Harbors him, and then that's the end of him in the match. They just what? catch him, and, and the Harris brothers give him the big old H-bomb. We have seen Conan so much. We have seen Conan so much in, uh, during this podcast. Does he just not do the tequila sunrise anymore? I always remember him doing that when I used to watch Nitro. I love that. Yeah, it was a great movie. I would use in Revenge. He oh, was a fun Revenge. He was character. a fun re- like Glacier. Yeah, yeah. Wrestlers that were great in Revenge. <laughs> Perry Saturn is still Perry Saturn. my all-time favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kidman gets hit with a bottle. Oh God. <laughs> What the? Eat this. <laughs> Jesus. And so he, yeah, I mean, he knew. I, there's no blood. No. See, when you no. get hit with a bottle. No. I was just uh, looking for the other half of this bottle. <laughs> oh, there's and some he, of it over there. Oh. And he ends up eating the stroke for the win for Jeff Jarrett and the Harris brothers, which we all saw. There was no way Jarrett was jobbing this match. That was not going to happen. So. Not bad. But not good. No, I. I mean, it's a bunch of crap in the ring match, you know, right. like and and stuff, and which wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been bad if you didn't do that stupid tag crap at the end. Like, why was? Why did you do that? There was no need for that. But you know, so uh, as the cleanup earlier. What's that? We already had that earlier. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. That's true. There, there's more stip matches on this than non. And the thing is, like with a street fight, I'm pretty sure it means falls count anywhere. And we didn't see any. Did we see, see any falls attempted? See, this is my on the point. Outside? This, no, this is my point with the bunkhouse brawl versus the street fight, and it's going to be both of them. It's it's just no disqualification. Yeah, I, that's all it is. Like, other than the fact that uh, there was, I the bunkhouse thing. They tried to they tried to do more with it, like make it more like a western type match with the bar. It looks like a right. bar out of a saloon. Right. I thought it was a piano actually at first. I really thought like I, I, that's what it looked like. I thought there was gonna be keys on the reverse end, but yeah, now, you're right. You're didn't right. a bunkhouse brawl used to be like with a fucking cowbell so, on a rope? I, I think that used to be the crux of it. Like that was a big deal of the match. Because like, remember, that was what made it different. Because remember when we saw Jeff Jarrett and and, and and Fat Daddy's son doing the match. You know, the, like a country song. That was the big deal of it, right, Jason? Remember that? And that uh, I can't remember. Because that, that was the finish, wasn't it? Like, was the pile driver on the cowbell? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> awesome. That Great aim. ridiculous. Pile driver on the cowbell. Why don't, Christopher why, Walken's why don't just take his face and just eat it? Yeah. Like, and why do we, we need just, to do all... Just shove it in his mouth. <laughs> and just... I, <laughs> side note, anytime Wyatt like, has his hands up near his mouth when I'm trying to give him the bottle, I'm like, oh, put it in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. 
<laughs> I do have before, to. <laughs> before we move on to this match, there is a spot where Rey Mysterio could have seriously killed one of the Harris brothers on live TV. The, you know, uh, the, the, uh, the dive, like the, just the leg drop with the street sign. Yes. He's yeah. only holding with one hand. It's pointing straight down. Okay. Yeah, I remember off the top rope. Because Ray gets, yeah. like, to his credit, like, I think this is the most offense we've seen Ray Mysterio get in. Like, he gets in, like, all of his classic. He does a 619. He does. He almost decapitates uh, Bubba Ray on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, like, standing on the outside. His head almost. What the hell was that? <laughs> I don't know. We do. There's no way Shivani knows their fucking names. I I, I don't buy it. <laughs> it's like it, different shirts. Oh, oh, at least the Usos like paint one side and the other side, and they make one. It, it one gets injured. It really doesn't help. I don't know. I don't know which. We which, gotta fly an Uso, Michael. Which, which one's married to Naomi? <laughs> All right. So Did they wear their names on their shorts. They well, do. Yeah. The Usos not always. Nah. Wait, wait a second here. Give me what's SJ. Now wait a second. That that hasn't always been the case. I remember seeing these guys rumble around in 09. Have they been kidding. around that long? No, no, no. But remember, do you remember when? Yeah, the Usos like popped up in 09. Because remember, Kyle was like, "I've heard about these guys. These guys are Samoan and they're supposed to be badass." And they were working a lot of matches. I forget with what tag team. Prime time. Uh, it was somebody crime. They were working some tag matches with some team on the house show circuit, and they did that one pay per view. And I feel like we never saw them for like two years. They probably went back to developmental. Yeah, Tamina yeah, was their manager for a while. That's right. Yeah. Oh, Tamina. I remember that when she got her face work done. Yeah. Hey, we're going back to the well here. Going back to the well of '09 when things were '09. Man, it was a different time. Yeah. It was a hellacious run that they had known. You know, it's funny. I took my alpha brain with my Mucinex, so I'm firing on all cylinders. Talk, yeah. Talking about 09, uh, everyone like talks about 1995 as the worst WWE year. I would I would put 09 up there. The only saving grace I remember were the guests. Undertaker and Sean. Well, okay, match. Remember, the only thing week to week that we got excited about at the apartment was who's the guest host. Okay. That was it. That was it. There was nothing else to get excited Shatter. about. Yeah. And CM Punk doing the Straight Edge Society. That was so good. Yeah, that was more of a SmackDown thing that I felt. Right, like, and so. made me watch SmackDown. All right, so we get a Sin promo. And again, we've got this weird, confusing voiceover that's talking about things that are going to happen. It sounded like the one that they used for Starcade. Yes. And I think they just took the audio and put it on Sin. You won't imagine or even contemplate or, or Vegas odds have nothing on what you could possibly see if you pay twenty nine ninety five for WCW Sin. Is that good? Yeah. Am I done? Yeah. Is that a good take? Is that a good hype? Can I have my money, please? Yeah. Fucking hell. Bag... Uh, this is... This who is the who, fuck? Okay. okay. I didn't figure out who he was until it was all over. Yeah. Buddy Lee Parker. Yes. I remember this guy. Bagwell I, is with him backstage for an interview. Go ahead. Well, I was like, Sergeant Craig Pittman? Oh, <laughs> but Pittman. he was black. <laughs> what? Well, I didn't remember who this guy was. And they and he had, like, some rank, but he wasn't in the Misfits in action. <laughs> oh, he was... He was. It was Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. I remember him because, like, the early '90s, uh, WCW had him as like a drill sergeant heel. 
He was a state was trooper, like I thought. I thought he was always the, the well, he was a drill sergeant too, because he was a drill sergeant for a while. Right. Because it was uh, when Slaughter was all Iraqi sympathizer, and that role was missing. They still made one, but he was a heel because he would like take like no, like but always he would come out with jobbers that were going to get their ass kicked, and he would like berate them and. Okay, I I vaguely I, I remember. That. He looks I, like he'd be a rough. I always remember him being a state trooper, and he lost to everybody, like because that was his whole thing. Like he was the power plant guy, the small boss man. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> the man. small <laughs> boss man. Come here! Oh no! <laughs> his finishing move is he takes the boss man slam. Yeah. That's his finish. <laughs> his finishing move: do the job. <laughs> I've but, got a job to do. Hold on. But how weird was it? So we all know, like, we all recognize this guy, and we all pretty I much did. know he's a shit, like, a, a, a pretty much, like, not a, a star of any kind, but a guy that would just enhancement talent. Dwayne Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> Two first names. Uh, <laughs> like, at first I thought it was Ludwig Borga. <laughs> I, I did. I was no. like, he looks like Ludwig Borga. It, but it wasn't him. Is he dead? Yeah. I Ludwig, so. Ludwig Borga died a few years ago. I loved him. I really did. Yeah, he he, he was one of Luger's he was not around opponents. long. No, but yeah. he he fought Luger a lot. Yeah. Speaking of Luger, Luger just runs down Buddy Lee Parker. Is Buddy Lee Thank Parker? God is trying to. He was trying to like. And we I, have to talk about what he's doing here. Yeah. Okay. So the this all has to do with the Goldberg Luger thing because now Luger's trying to get inside Goldberg's head, and how do you do that? Like Steiner had the right idea. I'm gonna go mess with his girlfriend. Like that'll piss him off. But no, what is yeah, what that'll is, piss him off? <laughs> what, that that always works. What is Luger's thing? Like you know that guy who kind of trained him for a little bit down there. I'm gonna Back go fuck. In 97. Him. I'm gonna go fuck him up. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just yeah. take yeah. a suck on it. Take it. Lumberjack for the North calendar. Tombstone. You want another? Yeah. All right. So. Shooting star press. When we get back to, because uh, we're uh, that promo didn't last long enough for us to get through the cleanup period. I love Tony's line: "Just another day in the life of Starcade yeah. 2000." Just another day in the life of what? This yeah. is a baby that only lives for three hours, <laughs> three long hours. <laughs> but you know, this stupid comment. Now we get our video package: Nash, DDP, the Insiders. I don't like calling them that, but whatever. Versus the perfect event. I, I don't like calling them that either. And, and, and no. <laughs> the imperfect event. I, lo- I, I do love the cut from Paige saying, you know, jacked up monkeys to the perfect event going. <laughs> they, I don't know if they're mocking the this thing that Nash and Hall used to do, but like, yeah. they're, but they're, it cuts to them just sounding dumb. No, no lines of dialogue at all. It's just. <laughs> the editors did not like them. No. No, you're right. I, I agree with that. What the fuck is with DDP getting new music, new faker what music? Is this? I, I don't even know what this is. This wasn't even like I never understood from the Mayhem album because they play DDP's track on the Mayhem album, and like the whole trend on that album was, we'll play one track of the guy, and then here's another one for him. Like Goldberg gets two, I think Sting gets two. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I feel like there's one other guy who gets two of them, but. I was like, th- there was this song, Get Loose, that's on there. And it's a pretty badass song. And they WCW used it a ton, Marketing Mayhem, I think, like 99. That's what I was trying to think. Is that, is that what this is? No, it's something even like more generic than that. But 
What the Doesn't fuck get me is that? For DDP. No, why, why couldn't we play Faker Nirvana? Like, we've been playing it for the past year on this podcast. All right. Leave. You guys noticed that... Uh, um, happy Hanukkah, Goldberg. Yes, I did. <laughs> and I had to look at the guy to see if he was serious. Yeah, he looked serious, as in he looked <laughs> Jewish. Yeah. But, oh. No, no, he did. I was like, is that a snarky fan? No, no, no. He he, he looked like one of the Brotherhood. I didn't bother please to leave Scott Steiner. Charlie. Do what? So please elaborate. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, did you guys notice the giant, like seven foot dude that kept pacing back and forth in the crowd in the blue? jumpsuit no and the blue jumpsuit you'll see him like, you see him like three or four times during the the tag title match like, huh. I don't know who he is at first I thought for a second I was like is this someone that's gonna come in and nope he just keeps walking back and forth like staring like he's looking for somebody like his kids snuck out to go to Starkey he's waiting he's waiting for Jack Burton everybody to run out of the the the, the what is it the where is it they raid in Big Trouble Little China the rest, the, 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 Where, the massage parlor place. Yeah, when they rate, like, remember, like Uncle, Uncle, it's, is it not Uncle Eddie? It's the uncle is like pacing by the by the bus. Yeah, and oh, they all yeah. come screaming out of there with yeah. the security ah! guards. That's what that reminded me of. Now that you're saying that, Jason, that's the only thing I could think of was this guy just pacing, waiting for his cue that never comes. I will say the crowd, the crowd uh, finally get, got hot. A little, yeah, this, they did. Like, there's a whole section of them on the hard camera standing for most of this match. So, Mike, or, or above average Mike Sanders comes out, and then Ric Flair comes out. And Ric Flair I says... They, so, like, even Flair looks like he's fucks up this thing that he said. I don't get these rules, because they're immediately broken. He says, you're a manager. You have your manager, because continuity, manager mm-hmm. license from last show, it's nice. But, he's like, but if you take one... I thought... He kept saying one, one step, step up toward the ring. Oh, I thought it was one step on the ring. And it seems well, like that's it. keep saying it's one step in the ring. But then it changes to in the ring. See, I don't think I, I don't think Flair says that at first. He's near the ring. But it's interpreted as that later. He stands on the ring. Like oh, The only thing he doesn't do is actually get into the ring. So I thought they were going to call the bell twice like, like when this happens. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't, so that's, I don't know. that's some dumb step that they added this, but... DD Me is back. Yep. Yeah, we get that thing there again. Um, I yeah, I love that. You all, huh? The, the only Ric Flair appearance at a fucking Starcade. Oh, I oh I know. I thought of that. There was a great line. There was a great line at one point in the in the uh, show. I, it might be in the main event where uh, Tony Schiavone goes, <laughs> "No, this isn't Flair versus Dusty." <laughs> That's the truth. Yep. I love that Mike Sanders goes over and tries to cut a promo using. Madden's headset, but he doesn't realize that it's not like the microphone. Not a microphone. No, it. it <laughs> I have no idea what he was saying. I. Do you? Do you just, I have no he, idea. He picked up a little, but I, I just tuned it out. Um, he wanted to get one of Tony Schiavone's lemons from his bowl of lemons that he keeps at ringside. Apparently, <laughs> I thought we were going to get. If you remember the uh, the Taz match that he had with Jerry Lawler. Because Jr. had that jar of candy out for weeks. Oh yeah, so jar of candy. Yeah, that. Someone's head. Yeah. Fuck and you, so boss. Then I see the lemon, the bowl of lemon sitting in front of Shivani. I'm like, someone's gonna get lemon in the eye. My candy. <laughs> yeah, my candy. My God, my that, diabetes is gonna run wild. That was a Warther's original, damn it. <laughs> Why? I'll stop the damn match. Um, Hudson at least twice 
talks about this match as a changing of the guard. He says it like to the point where it's just like, are you way over? Why? Because it's like when WWE talks about currently, and they talk about the future, the future, the future. It's like they're almost in a way winking at us and saying, "Please stay with us. It's going to get better. It will." Yeah. Uh, no. I wrote this point. Match is dumb as fuck, and the reason I say that is because. So Mike Sanders can't step on the apron, but all of the natural-born thrillers can come out and just start beating on people in front of the referee. Sure. And it's no yeah, problem whatsoever. Sean going to be the Sean Todd Bob at one point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. In and, front of the ref. And, and the commentators call it. Had he hit the Shanton bomb, that would have been a disqualification. But he fucking hits Paige on the outside. like the, it's, Right. They make... Con- <sighs> so... Paige then, like, gets his special and, like, diamond cuts everybody. Which the first camera misses. Yep. On the outside. Which is sad because he's the only guy who takes the bump properly. Yeah, yeah, everyone else. Because on the replay they show it and it looks yeah. good. And Gingerack eats it. Nash just goes into full-blown asshole mode with the double birds. We get that. Uh, we get Sidewalk Slam City. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's taking it. Well, you Come here. DDP gets beat up for like 85% of the match, and then yeah. Nash comes in and gets the pin. Were you a little underwhelmed when uh, you realized that Nash was going to be the hot tag? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, oh. <laughs> I'd rather watch Nash Bridges than Kevin Nash do the hot tag. Kevin Nash, a house of fire. Remember <laughs> <laughs> they used to call him the house of fire? It's a very slow-moving house of fire. Just wait a minute. Slow burn. Slow draft. <laughs> Forward draft. <laughs> So um, he gives the double birds on Palumbo, and I like how I say, "Look at that! What what is the verb that Tony, or, or it's an I think I said it's a noun. It's whatever Tony describes, like when he stuffs his head between his legs. He says, "Oh, he got him on that one." I forget what I he don't says. Remember. There's something he says on, but he gives him the double birds, jackknifes him for the win, and once again, the new tag team champions are Diamond Dallas Page and Kevin Nash, to which. Page gives the double birds back at him, too. Let me start getting a little... Oh, 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 and then Kevin Nash has, like, a, a moment on the microphone. Yeah. Hey, hey, yo. Hey, yo. We got him back, or whatever that... Like, Jesus Christ. Terrible. So, that's what we, um... I... The match is okay. It's all right. I just... I, that stipulation in the beginning... Dumb no, as not. fuck. No. Just stupid. You've changed my mind. <laughs> well... <laughs> Um, well, we'll be back, folks. All right, um, <laughs> we get a video package recapping Goldberg and Luger. And I'm sorry, I have no desire to see this because he got killed at Mayhem. Yep. He didn't have a chance against Goldberg. And you're going you're gonna to tell me now because you've somehow like started to alienate Goldberg by messing with Buddy Lee dumbass. Like That's, gonna, that's really going to get under Goldberg's skin. It's going to knock him off his game. Forget it. All right, but... Um, First seven minutes of the match, Goldberg just destroys Luger, just annihilates. Oh, do, wait, wait, do we need wait. to talk about Botch Buffer? Oh, we have to. Go ahead. Go for yeah. it. I'm sorry. Two things. Lex Luger is the master of the torture rack of doom. Of doom. <laughs> and uh, the way he says Lex Luger is hysterical. Because does he lose the R, the ER? Oh, no. He turns He does a liquid U. He goes, Lex <laughs> a liquid you. He does a liquid you. I like that. I yeah. Know. That's hilarious. Um, uh, oh, oh. There's a, when the dudes are walking Goldberg to the ring with his, you know, his accompaniment with Doug Dillinger and company. 
there's a dude they have to tell to stop because he's just going to walk out on stage with Goldberg. Oh, you're uh, right. Geez. Yes, you're right. Stop. I would have killed him. Goes around him. That uh, dude's like, I'm taking my moment. Basically, uh, pretty much, and this match just, I don't know why I never noticed it before, but every match with Goldberg um, has the same, not, they're not all the same matches, but the middle part is always the same if, it's, if, if you have to get one up on Goldberg. You have to injure his shoulder. Yeah. You have to dodge a spear and have him go into a post. Because he just, he hits the post, and you know he's hurt because he'll do this. Yeah, he, yeah. he's like a dog. Like, yeah, he's shaking he just himself. shakes yeah. his head, and it's like, oh, God, he's hurt his shoulder, which he'll forget about in about 90 seconds. Yeah, he just murders Luger for that first seven minutes. He just destroys him. And then that's when you're, you're right, like, Luger gets a little bit of the heat back. And then, like, this is where, like, and I wrote this out line by line because I just thought this was so moronic. This is this is by far the worst part of this card. The Buff Bagwell? This whole part? thing coming up. Oh, the, oh, this doesn't make fucking sense so, at all. So we saw earlier what happened. So Bagwell like tried to come to Buddy Lee Parker's aid after he got beat up. So Buddy Lee, and I kind of would, I, I, I wouldn't blame him for coming out, but that part I, I kind of understand he would come out to try and beat up on Luger right on. Bagwell's, no, no, no. What are you doing, buddy? No, don't do it, Sarge. Because he kept wanting to call him Sarge in the promo, too, instead of calling him Dwayne. He wanted to call him Sarge, but whatever. Okay, Bagwell tries to keep him from getting involved. Meanwhile, Goldberg goes to spear Luger, like the previous uh, pay-per-view where Luger pulls the ref in, in front of him to try and do a heel thing, you know, so the ref's right. going to eat the Same spear. Spot. Same thing. Goldberg pumps the brakes. Referee then's like, wait, what's going on with this Bagwell shit over here? What's this? So Goldberg charges back in, and then he stops. Yeah. And then Luger, like, I, this must be the moment where he found the brass knucks in his, or, because I, I, I hate this. I hate it so much because it's something we didn't mention. Mm. This is a no disqualification match. Right. <laughs> That's right. This is a no disqualification match. Luger hits Goldberg with brass knucks, and then tries to fucking hide the brass knucks. Makes no sense. He does it when the referee's not looking. God damn Once it. again, he destroys Buddy Lee Parker, hits him once, yeah. he's down. So then Bagwell goes over. Um, oh, no, no, wait. Is it? Okay, yeah, yeah. Bagwell goes over, tends to Buddy Lee for a little bit, right? I think this happens first. And then he tries to do this blockbuster oh. that once again. Oh, this is so dumb. Bagwell goes to do the blockbuster. On, looks on, like it's on Luger. But you can actually see his eyes, and he looks at, at Goldberg. Yeah. And goes for Goldberg, hits him with it, and then starts smacking like the he, ground like an infant child, like he just fucked up. And then Luger throws him out of the ring. And then he beats up on Buddy Lee Parker. And then he beats up on Buddy Lee Parker. It's like he, like, him he and Chavo don't know what, <laughs> what's going on. Yeah, he stole, he stole Chavo's story. He's like, I, they don't have nothing for me. I'm oh thinking you Yeah. I, so then Goldberg... You know, no problem in typical Goldberg fashion. Duck the clothesline, spear, jackhammer, win. After I'm, I like that Luger at least acts like he's going to do the rack, and Goldberg's like, no, not taking that, <laughs> taking that shit. You kidding me? But no, yeah, he totally um, spears him, jackhammers him for the win in typical Goldberg fashion. And so then. Bagwell decides to roll in now after watch he watches yeah. all this happen. He has the chair in his hand and he sees Goldberg spear and jackhammer him. 
Yeah, he could have done something. Instead, it's like, nah, I'm going to roll in now. Like, if he had been smart, if you want to get rid of Goldberg, and since, like, a, well, it's no DQ, but they're not acting like it's no DQ, why don't you attack Luger right. and try and get Goldberg DQ'd in the no DQ match? Because it's WCW. <laughs> this would happen. But no one said it's after the match. I'm going to go beat up on Goldberg. Why? Because why not? It, it, I was so It's, it's one of the most WCW things I've ever seen. I was I, I was so just go or Jason go ahead man chime in on it it's ridiculous it was stupid uh, it just cements my dislike for that that bagel motherfucker uh, I'm fading in and out I'm sorry but uh, no like it, it was a clusterfuck stay, stay tuned folks it made no sense this is supposed to be your biggest show of the year and you're gonna have shit like this <laughs> I I just like I. I I understand, like, the... And, I mean, the problem is, like, if you wanted Goldberg to win 173 matches, like, they only say he's at 30. At I point. wrote that, too. He's only at 30? Wasn't he at, like, 23 I, I, at the last one? I, I you know... What, Gee, Stevie, what, Stevie Ray might have been right. What was the plan? <laughs> like, were we really going to be waiting until, like, Starcade next year? No, no, no. Starcade 05. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that... What, I, don't, I don't know what the plan was, but... All right, so we, um... We go to our video package for Steiner versus Sid. Now, do you like how they used they were calling Sid the original lunatic? Yes. I thought that was kind of good. And I like how Tony Schiavone said that Sid never lost the title. Yes. Yep. Wrote that down because I thought of Jason because I remember Jason was always uh, sniping that one right. from the get-go. And the you're title. right. Because that was the answer to the question of why would Sid, who hasn't been here in almost a year, come back and automatically get a title shot. Right. And that, that makes sense. He never lost it. So. Any, uh, I didn't write down any botch buffer stuff from this. Was there anything good? Um, no. Well, he, he does call Sid. It, it does sound really cool when he says, he is the ruler of the world. <laughs> like, he gives that. Nah. And it actually sounds pretty good. Yeah. I didn't write anything for buffer on this one. I, although it is time to be ready to rumble instead of, let's bring him out. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is it? That's how you know it's the main event. Do, do, do you think he tried to like trademark that? It's like, oh, this will make so I can get some yeah. additional cash for this, and nobody wants no, it. Nobody, nobody likes that. Just do, just do the one everyone wants. Yeah. Um, um, this is a pretty like I uh, miss Sid's song. Like it was cool to hear Sid's song again. Yeah, it's really it's so good. We got eleven minutes, by the way. Yeah, eleven minutes uh, from the time the bell rings to the when this thing supposedly. Right, so, ends. do you guys collectively uh, collectively agree? Sid looked way out of shape. Yes. Yeah, I mean, my first question was, why is he wearing pants? And then yep. I saw him, and I'm like, that's why. That's why. Yeah, yeah. He he never looked like one thing I'll give him, he didn't look like terribly gassed. No. He just looked out of shape. I never heard him breathing in this match. Surprising. So something. Yeah. So, so there's a. Uh, it's a pretty decent. I think it's a it's pretty decent action considering, like, again, like, I don't. We've seen Steiner work, and I mean, arguably, he's had some really good matches. In this run up to the title, right? But seeing him work with Sid, I was a little bit wary because. I don't, but I thought they actually carried for the most part a pretty decent match. This match is over. This is maximum overbooking. I don't overdrive. Un- I don't understand. The, there's a there's a rope break, uh, for one of the spots. Um, I'm trying to remember why I wrote that down. This wasn't no DQ, was it? Um, Jason, no, do you know? This was just a match. Yeah, that's what I thought. Why did I write that down? Uh, I know there's a reason. Uh, Medeja gets involved. Uh, she does a cross body. Uh, I don't. Yeah, because Sid powers out of the uh, the recliner, 
And she goes, she goes to hit him and cross bodies Signer who. I'm like, wondering takes what the her pump. plan was. Yeah. yeah, to cross body. I think she was trying to cross body a man who was on the ground. Uh, yeah, it just. Didn't yeah, make Dean any Ambrose sense. hasn't come around yet. You can't. You can't do this. Not yet. <laughs> um, Jeff Jarrett makes an appearance. What the? For, I'll, I'll, of course, because he has to. Why? Why? Because he has to. Because it's Jeff Jarrett. He's got to always be creeping around the title. <laughs> I am the chosen one. And now the guitar is present. I will not leave Jeff, this fucking uh, world title title picture. He didn't use a guitar at all. Like that was one thing that was pretty interesting. He never used it. He's pretty boring without it. He only brought one. I, I only miss it when I realize it's not there. Do you notice he one hand? He one arms this guitar, yeah. like, and it it looks it just, like a nasty hit. It just shatters. He just smokes Scott Steiner. I with like it how by accident. I like how they make it look like Sid's gonna win the match. Like I, I actually thought Sid and might they win do. this. Uh, but they really overbook it to where it's like, does Steiner need all this crap just to win? We talked about the finish that we that we just don't like anymore. Uh, Which, yeah. This is how you beat Sid. Yeah. Sid has lost like this a, a few times. Yeah, now. Goldberg. Goldberg. We saw uh, Goldberg do it. Yeah, yeah just, just make him pass out. And I, I don't like the pass out, how he does it. The way Austin did it was so convincing. Yeah. But Sid just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he flips a switch. It's, it's just, just his don't. meter goes to purple instantly. Just <laughs> He didn't know about the trick. Hit the stick! Sid, no, just hit the stick! Do. No! Damn it! So, Scott Siner ends up retaining in just this... Uh, and again, a very overbooked match here and everything. But... Um, and that's our card. Like, I mean, it. I, usually, I would say, like, you know, the last couple of shows, like, they've had, we've had pretty decent main events that have kind of made up for this dreck in the middle. I, I'm sorry, this thing, this thing flopped hard. Yeah, it started. It flopped hard. Chubby rain. Chubby <laughs> rain. Where was? Where was Sting? Yes, that's a WCW book. Where is he? I know. Like, I, and there's nothing. There was nothing said about it. About no. Sting, no, and the thing is, like you know, and you see the little the tri- like the clip from his new doc. I I only found out yesterday that they're releasing something new for him. It looks pretty good. The the, the thing's pretty good. Wait, did you read the story this morning about him? No, he might be done. Yeah, he has to get neck surgery. Neck surgery is never good, no. and he's in his late fifties. Yeah. So thanks WWE. Thanks. Thanks. Seth. Thanks a lot. Thanks, thanks. Seth. Yeah. John, you see, when Randy Orton said he was the legend killer, he didn't really kill the legends. It's wrestling. (laughs) It's just a TV show. (laughs) (laughs) Get a lot, you jerk. I mean, come on, man. But um, let's talk about this. Overall, this card. What did you guys think? First, if you want to compare it to last year's Starcade, by all means. But what did you think about it, Jason? Go first. Go for it. I. Hated it. That was, I mean, I know that this this was not known that it was going to be the last Starcade, but it's very underwhelming. I mean, like, it's always good when a company wants to focus on its future talent and show that these are the guys you're going to be watching. Like a year from now, they're going to be up at this point in the card. But Flair's only appearance is in a three second. Nope. If you step foot in the ring, you're done. This is Starcade. This is. This is him. First fucking Starcade was Flair for the gold. Yeah, and I like they did yeah. bring that up. I yeah, they did. They, they, I like they, that. The only that. guy to have a Starcade named after him. It's like his rock bottom. Yeah, <laughs> we never saw that pay per view again. Which they would be doing themselves a disservice because they said they they want him to work a major feud before the end of the year. The Rock. I was like, if you really want to, 
you, you should name the pay per view right yeah, bottom. I mean, you might as well go all in for it. But um, I think you made a good point with it, Jason. It was funny, like. Um, I, I think Charlie's review can be summed up in the Undertaker doing the tombstone to his uh, electronic uh, cigarette. Yeah, that's that's what uh, disapproving Taker got so upset with his pay per view that he decided to give the tombstone to the um, to the e cigarette and then put it in the Hell's Gate. How <laughs> is is the cigarette flipping him off as it? Makes- I know that would have been the thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he ends matches now. And then he just, oh, God, I'm old. Well, don't forget, Taker's got to kick that e-cigarette in the nuts because he's crunched the old Taker now. I'm a Taker with his leg drop. <laughs> he just did the apron leg drop, and he disappeared from all of humanity. Like <laughs> the RKO that goes on forever. It's like Master of the Universe. I'll be back. <laughs> uh, overall, uh, it's better than last year's Starcade, but, you know, what isn't? Um, I I didn't hate this pay per view. Uh, it's got two matches, maybe three that are that are pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, but overall, not surprised. You know, it's it's just it's sad, but uh, it's I think it's better than Mayhem. I'll say that. Yeah, I, and it's so sad. Like I barely remember Mayhem. I, yeah, it's so I don't bad. quite remember Mayhem. I remember last year's Mayhem more. Right. Um, right. Sadly. So, yeah, it's terrible. Business as usual. But um, how would you guys put a button on, like, this is the whole week. The this year? is 2000. We got to encompass yeah, we covered entire a whole year. year mm-hmm. of WCW. And this is the most infamous year. Like, it's only, like there is a, a, a chapter alone dedicated to this in, in the book of the Just death the of... year? Yeah, WCW 2000. They went through a lot. Yes. They went through a lot. It felt I mean, like, like a lot. Yeah, this is like the year you get divorced, you go bankrupt, you lose your car, or your a family member passes away, your Xbox you know, Live like, account goes up ten bucks. Man, this is sad. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, did it go up? No. <laughs> See, it's not. Hey, gonna... wait a minute! <laughs> Nobody told me. I like me. cops. Oh, hey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's. I was going back and thinking because I was thinking a lot about Sid, and I was like, Sid had one of the more credible title runs in this, yeah, in this, uh, in this year. It was great. It was really, really good. Sid comparison. versus Sid versus Steiner should have been a lot more interesting uh, than it was because I was actually really looking forward to this. Yeah, and I'm wondering like if, and and Jason, I was telling Charlie, I was like, I think Sin, if I'm not mistaken, is a rematch. It it is the moment, right? The Sid. Accident. See, so, yeah, we didn't talk about that. So I'm watching this match, and and stuff starts adding up in my head. <laughs> he he fought Steiner when that happened. He wore long, tight pants when that happened, and these look really tight. No, I was thinking it was jeans. I'm pretty sure he's jeans. Jeans. Right? Uh, wearing, it's like gray, I think it's like gray and red, almost like Lance Storm's tights, but gray and red. And, gotcha. But I couldn't. I couldn't remember if it was a nitro. Like that was the only thing. <gasps> That's true too. It, it Jason, is it a sin? I think it, I mean, like, I don't remember. It's one of those things that's like, uh, I don't like, I don't like seeing gruesome injuries. No. Lock them out. It's one of the worst. And that's why I'm yeah. wondering, like, how they, because I, I, I don't remember the commentary. I don't remember it, because it's one of those things, as soon as it happens, I'm kind of like, all right, I'm done. Click, yeah. done, move on to the next video. God, I'm so over. Fuck it. God. 
Well, well, well uh, plus, yeah, chances, even if it is, it's in, what's the likelihood of them leaving it on the network? I know, that was the uh, other thing I thought about, too. Like, if they would... Well, that little disclaimer at the beginning ought to tell you. Hey, uh, we're not responsible for, you know, it's, uh, people it's killing families. Form. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, we don't, this doesn't represent our views or opinions or our stockholders' opinions, and fuck yeah, you. Yeah, but thank you for paying for it. Right. Yeah. Um, see, that was the thing I, I was, and then I, I had a moment where I was wondering if it had happened prior to this pay per view because they said that Sid several times that Sid was back from injury. Dude, I mean, if, I was like, if I'm not mistaken, after this have after it happens, I don't know if Sid wrestles for a long time. He's Slater. Maybe <laughs> just the Indies, like for a bit in the mid two thousands. In the Indies. Yeah, I mean, he that, main evented Starcades. He main evented a two WrestleManias. Right. Yeah. Are you counting eight as the code main event? Yes. Okay, I got eight you. and thirteen. Yeah. All right, right on. But um, yeah, I, that that was starting to cross my mind, so I was I was wondering about it. But it, you know, WCW two thousand, it was it was a trip. That's for sure. Um, it's just it's it's weird to think that we're past Russo now, because it was such a part of this year. Yeah. You know. But. What's weird? It's like it is a. It is what stands out because of the more infamous things happen under his watch, but not necessarily the worst quality thing. No, no. I mean, th- there were still some fun moments in this year and everything. It's and and I-, I thought it was interesting when I saw online that this pay per view, like, and I saw people that said like, "Oh, this is the best," and I was like, "Oh, this Starcade of the year of this year. This is the best pay per view." Sold like, out. Uh, Bash at the beach. Yeah. Those are the only two. Those two really, really stand out. That, that I really liked. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, next time, our next pay per view is going to be Sin, which is I, I love that they were trying to like come up with new Part things. Of the two deadly sins. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um, so that's going to be exciting. Next week, though, is going to be movies for guys who like movies, and we're tackling used cars. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So we switching gears of the movie podcast uh, in our typical WCW fashion every other week. No um, rhyme or reason. Mm-hmm. We're just doing it. But uh, I had all right. So if people still want to do the T-shirt thing, if you want to get the Mayhem in Progress T-shirt, if we set it up through Teespring, like again, we're going to have to get seven people to buy it so that you'll be able to get yours. So. We want to hear about that. If you guys like really want to uh, get a T-shirt, if you haven't had one, let us know because I'm not going to put it up there because I don't want one person to you know commit to buying it, but there's not any others, and then that guy misses out. So definitely let us know about it. I think we got another design that's going to be coming down the pipeline. It's a uh, it you, you've gotten the reference from it earlier. It'll be a good one. It'll be a good one when we pull that out. But um. Once again, of course, just want to throw it in. Of course, podcasts are part of the OSW Podcast Network uh, through PileDriverWrestling.net. What's going to be fun is our own Charlie Stabile is going to be on the the Suplex City Limits podcast. That's going to be recording in a week. So we're going to get to... He's going to burn down the house. He's just going to go off the grid and just... I have to watch Raw now. (laughs) Last two. I I just... I have not watched the last two in full. I just can't take it. Except for New Day. Right. Except for New Day. Jason, what's going on? You'll like the end of this Raw this week. Oh, yeah? No, no, no. I don't... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They look strong. They look strong. I I would hope, because they, to me... 
are so over. Yeah. And I, my eyes just light up every time they come on. They are so entertaining. Yes. Especially um, Xavier Woods. He is hysterical. Yeah. He's a Shit, he's, he's going Bobby with. Heenan levels of good man. He is trolling so hard. Yeah. Yeah. And oh my god, it's great. Jason, what's going on with this whole? Uh, I, bring us all up to speed in the listeners with the sap pod and how you just went Sherman on him and burned down the house. And <laughs> <Sherman>. <laughs> you know, they they get to respond, so I don't know. Uh, I've been looking into uh, and kind of doing and researching Twitch some more to see if it's going to be a we can do a joint stream where you can watch all and hear everybody and, and goof off or if you'll have to pick one oh, side or the other, um, which might be cool. But I'm definitely working on it. I mean, we still have to wait for the game to come out. Uh, <laughs> it's October 27th, I believe. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. You all right there, Charles? Well, was Undertaker. Undertaker gave the last ride to the e-cigarette. and <laughs> just took his, it took everything out of him. <laughs> he did oh. the WrestleMania 30 collapse yeah, we gotta, backstage. We got a card him out. We need some help back here. We need some help back here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damn it. So, um... We'll see what goes on with it. It'll be interesting because I'm serious. I will get murdered if you put me in one of those. Ga- I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get killed. I'm just gonna run. And I've just- heard about some of the new things they're doing in the game, and even I'm like, I'm just gonna get a weapon. Strategy. I'm gonna hit and run. Like I'm just gonna stick and move. <laughs> Stay away from them. Uh, running clothesline. Running clothesline. Running clothesline. That's right. That yeah. I'm gonna do the Conan one too. I get a roll and. <laughs> But um, that's the podcast for this week. Again, um, in two weeks now, you'll come back. Sin, WCW Sin. We're starting a new year. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Well, uh, won't last same long. Same as the old year. <laughs> but um, I'm at, or the podcast is at New Blood Pod. I'm at William Rankin 83. I'm at CM underscore stabs. I am at the Jason Keesler. We'll catch you next week for movies for guys who like movies. Use cars.